Yeah, I'm here to express my righteous anger about plans to use Makarani College as a Jericho. Uh, my name is Glenn Kosky. I run an eco retreat up in Murrumbai. Uh, before that, I worked for 12 years as a journalist for Newsroom, New Zealand's first online news agency. Uh, but now I've just got one main job, and that's being a father. Uh, two girls at the school, Riley and the and so I'm here on their behalf. And it is my duty to do all I can to protect them, and they are in great danger. You see, our health minister, Chris Hipkins, expressed his government's aim to assault every man, woman, and child in this country with an experimental new medical technology by the end of this year, by any means necessary, in the guise of saving us from COVID-19. And this government has lined up our schools as one of the places where this travesty will occur. Um, and last month, MedSafe granted approval for the use of this experimental COVID shots in 12 to 15 year olds. In the latest Ministry of Education Bulletin for School Leaders, um, Education Secretary Iona Holstead clearly stated that in terms of making school premises places for vaccination to occur, that is a matter for the board. So make no mistake that whether or not our children's lives are put at risk, that's on your heads. The first shots were supposed to be fired at New Zealand schools, the first COVID shots were supposed to be fired at New Zealand schools last week. Uh, Kalanane College, a Catholic school, on Thursday and Fongman Girls on Friday, but both schools had the courage to listen to the concerns of parents. They overrided an inhumane order from the state. They called them off. So due to the fact that the decision whether or not COVID mRNA injections occur at Mahalane College rests with you, I'm going to put two questions to the board to answer within 72 hours. Make no mistake, this is the biggest decision you'll ever have to be called upon to make as members of the Board of Trustees. Do not pass the buck. Find the courage within yourselves to do what is right. Okay, question one. Are you going to allow the state to use our school, Mahi Running College, as a place where the unethical COVID-19 <coughs> mRNA injection program takes place? And two, do you, Tony Jobs, acting as principal, and do you, Dean, acting as chair and each individual board member, um, Jason Neely, Deherani Hete, Rachel O'Malley, Peter Nelfo, Nairi Norrington, and Rachel McGuire take personal, financial, and karmic liability for any and all physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual harm caused to any pupil as a result of them being injected with COVID mRNA shots on these school grounds. I ask each and every one of you individually, who do you think is the authority here? Who has authority over our children? A true authority is one who takes full responsibility. That's total personal, karma and financial liability for any outcome. I claim to be the true authority over my children as I take total and full responsibility for them. Do you? And so I hereby publicly and on the record declare to you, the principal, dean, the chair and each member of the Board of Trustees who acts in local premises during school hours, that it is my expressed will that my children, Riley and the Crossy, are not to be interviewed or questioned about COVID in any way, shape or form by any health worker or state official or school employee, that they're not to be tested for COVID in any way, shape or form, that they are not, under any circumstances, even the threat of, of any penalty or death, be injected with any COVID mRNA shot. My position is not up for debate. 
I'm not vaccine hesitant, whatever else propaganda state the term, uh, term state uses. I'm vehemently opposed, and I do not consent to these COVID mRNA shots for me or my children. My reasons are my own. In any country that does not have medical freedom is a nation living under tyranny. Um, I'm just going to give you some quick COVID facts, as I know some of all of you will be unaware of them, we are being systematically lied to by government and mainstream media in our pieces. I'm going to you in the strongest terms to read that document I've given you, um, verify all the information that gets out. A lot of it from official sources that don't trust me. Look into it for yourselves. Far too important for you not to do this. Fact one, this is not a vaccine. The novel messenger ribonuclear acid or mRNA technology. Fact two, the shots are experimental. The trial for Pfizer shots, the one being used in New Zealand, does not end until May 2023. Fact three, the drug manufacturers are exempt from all liability. Fact four, official figures from around the world reveal that tens of thousands of people have died from these shots and millions more have injured half of them seriously. And here, there's a courageous group called New Zealand Doctors Speaking Out with Science. They said by July 22, at least 40 human beings have died already, and they know of another 80 possible and probable. That is 120 Kiwis who could have died or have died as a result of having the COVID shot before the mass rollout even began. You remember that our supposed death toll from COVID was 26. I'll let you do the math. In fact, five, the child's chances of dying from COVID is just a tiny fraction above zero. Fact six, these experimental shots do not stop the victim from getting the virus or passing it on. They have to ask yourself, what is the real agenda here? In light of all of this, I'm serving you all and individually in your private capacity from me to you lawful notice of liability. The first paper I'm serving you with is a public servant questionnaire which required to fill out under the Bill of Rights Act 1990. And as the decision to allow mRNA injections to occur on these grounds rests with you, you're also required to sign the notice of liability acknowledging full responsibility for that decision. Um, yeah, please read the attached fee uh, schedule. So one of the only likely events that my children injected and subsequently harmed on these grounds will cost you each person $10 million. These are, there are more related and relevant charges. Please take the time to read them before you sign. You have been served in public in front of many witnesses. So please take the time to yeah, have a look and a read now. And yeah, thanks for your time and thank you very much.
Welcome to Counterspin. This is today's date is 4th of August 2021. Joining me in the studio is my wayward host, co-host Liz Lambert. She'll be here to answer all your elodial claims, uh, questions that we have, about 15 of them. Um, also, she'll be talking about council rates, uh, revoking the so-called irrevocable power of attorney for the banks over mortgages and a whole host more. That person in the video we just showed there was our uh, hero of the week, Glenn Krofsky. I pronounced that right. Former newsroom reporter and uh, father of two from up in Walkworth. He um, served the uh, Mahurangi College Board of Trustees notice on the imminent vaccine rollout at the schools. Welcome to the show, Glenn. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for having me on, Calvin and Liz. Ah, yeah. You're most welcome. And for sharing my video. It's amazing. I've got so many comments this morning. Um, so I've got a bit of a fried brain because I've been sending out emails and trying to give out advice and giving my documents and transcripts and things like that to a whole lot of parents, which is exactly what I wanted to happen. Oh, so you, thanks so much. Yeah, you, you, you absolutely, it's gone viral. You actually deserve all the accolades you, 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 anyone can uh, bestow upon you because uh, what you did not only takes courage in the current climate, because let's face it, anyone who even questions the government narrative over vaccines and this crap, safe and effective standing that uh, Jacinda and her minions keep trotting out is um, completely and utterly, well, it's rubbish, isn't it, Liz? Yeah. Um, so, uh, first of all, have, have you um, had a response back from the Board of Trustees at this stage? Not yet, no. As we, they gave me the first uh, five minutes to speech to speak, so then I could depart, is what they said. Um, and I think they were shocked when thirty other people were there. Um, no, nobody from the public ever attends these meetings, um, so they were a bit stunned to see thirty people there. And I'd, I hadn't met most of them. Some were Voices for Freedom members from Walkworth. Some were just word of mouth. Yeah. Um, people were, yeah. So they were shocked. Just for you know, that had massive impact. Just the amount of support and um, that I had was incredible. And when I left, they just said uh, they have to take the chairman of the board. Just said he had to take legal advice, and that was it. Ooh. So I've given them seventy two hours to to respond, um, which will be yeah Thursday night. And if I don't get hear anything on Thursday night, um, yeah, we'll see you on Friday. Mm. Watch this space. Mm. What 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 actually um, caused you to? Do that because let's face it, a lot of parents um, may be in secret, not uh, thinking the same thing along the same lines you are, but they're not actually getting up there, getting um, motivated to to confront, you know, what is undoubtedly a, a steamroller. Yeah, um, well, I've been giving out flyers at the live up in Mangafai. We've got a couple of markets, so we've been giving out um, flyers information that runs counter to the mainstream media and our one source of truth, our sole source of truth. So yeah. been handing out flyers and um, yeah, to try and spot allies, it's been really, really beautiful. Like some people come up and go, oh, thank you. I, I thought I was alone. I thought I was alone thinking mm. this. And yeah. um, the you know, they've lost friends, family <clears throat> members, and they've stuck to their guns, but they're feeling really lonely. And then can say, no, no, there's lots of us. Mm. It's just, you know, you're a bit downtrodden and you're just hiding, but there's heaps of us come along to a meeting and we'll just meet up. Um so that's sort of maybe 20, 30%. And then there's a big apathetic group. They'll just walk past the non-playing characters, just trudging past mm. like zombies, not really knowing anything's wrong. And then there's some other people who are, you know, either going to or have taken the vaccine and 
they're the ones who come up and argue, and their arguments are ridiculous. Mm. They always say ridiculous stuff like, there has been no people killed from the jabs. Yeah, well, this we, we know that's patently believe. untrue. Yeah. And that's patently untrue, and it's, it's in the official figures for VAERS and the UDRA vigilance, and, you know, it's, <laughs> it's undeniable how many people are dying. Like, tens of thousands have died officially, and that's, like, the a Harvard study found there's only been 1%. Well, less than one percent was a study found of adverse reactions reported. Mm-hmm. So, if you do the math, it's astronomical. Yeah, it but is. even the official figures are, are, are horrific enough. Mm. And that I mean, the injury count is in the in the millions. Half of these serious, so they're you know millions of people whose lives are you know irre- they're, they're stuffed from now on. Mm. Yeah, in this country, and we have we have they they started reporting the cases because they couldn't find enough deaths to attribute to it now we know the pcr test has been withdrawn because it was never meant to be a diagnostic tool um it was run at high cycle so it picked up everything anyway now they're going to withdraw it because of the fact that it was picking up influenza common cold <clears throat> and other various types of coronaviruses so it's uh, all the um tallies uh related to that have now been bunked They've been completely debunked. So the government has no science to run on. The Imperial College of London um, material that came out, you have a look at the Lancet, the medical journal that had to withdraw its um, assertions over this. The whole narrative is falling to pieces. In this country, unless you watch the news, you would not know there was any type of pandemic. Because like I said, there is no pandemic. There never was. The, the danger is the jab. Now, for some reason, they have uh, taken it upon themselves to come hell or high water, they'll be sticking you with it. And um, that's one of the reasons why you're standing saying, not on my watch, mm. yeah? especially when it comes to your children, right? If they mess with <clears throat> us, that's one thing. <clears throat> Start going after our children, that's the hill you die on. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, I, was, I, ra- I ran out of patience giving out the, of, you're normally a friendly guy and I can talk nicely about the, about the fourth or so fourth or fifth market that I'd done giving out flies. I sort of ran out of tolerance of people saying there's no deaths and what about polio and just the nonsense mm-hmm. that they're saying and what about your your friends and I want to travel and just they're just spouting the propaganda they've been taught. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. coming back through, so I just um, lost my rag and uh, left and, and just did, did a bit of uh, meditation and just you know art basically asked the universe what what can I do what can I possibly do. You know, I can't, I can't go to the top. I can't attack Jacinda. I can't go for these people. What can I do? And I just started. There's these guys in Austria, and they're called the they call themselves the Gnostic Takeover, and they've got these all these things about liability and who's the true authority in any any situation. And someone who has true authority is someone who takes responsibility for any outcome. And they've been serving notices of liability to like the president of Austria and, and things like this on that level. Yeah. But I see it, it's up to you to do and to do something. Mm. And I just kept asking, yeah, just said that I know what to do and this is this is what I came up with. So I just um, took a week to research and write all of my documents. I tabled them with a 13-page document of facts around COVID that they couldn't deny using official figures, yeah. tabled that to them and sort of cajoled to get my speaking rights slot. They've, you know, they tried to... Um, they weren't. They were a little bit reluctant, but I had to remind them that they're called speaking rights. So if they have to grant them to me, then they're not rights. That's right. Uh, so I got yeah, got on the speaking slot and just um, went for it because 
just have to let these people know that yep. there's a mass <clears throat> cull going on. There is no, it's undeniable. And to have the vast amount of people in New Zealand who seem to be totally unaware is just mind, still mind blowing to me that the people fall for the propaganda. Uh, but this is a way to put it back on them, to actually put responsibility on them, is that um, the Ministry of Education or the Secretary of Education said the decision, whether or not vaccination takes place at a school, is a matter for the board. So ah, that's on okay. their heads. So I had to stand up and say, <coughs> it is on your heads. You make that decision. It is on you. You have to live with it. If you don't look at that information I've given you, it's a stain on your soul. Okay, Jacinda Ardern, you haven't been tested on these sorts of trust issues that Bill English has been confronted with. But... If you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Different people now say Jacinda Ardern told them that Donald Trump mistook her for the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It sounds a trifling matter. Did you tell people that Donald Trump mistook you? I told people that, yes, someone had observed that I'd been mistaken. But that's not the story they gave us. They didn't say someone got it wrong and thought accidentally that Jacinda Ardern had been mistaken. <laughs> they said, no, no, they said Jacinda Ardern was mistaken and Jacinda Ardern told us that she was mistaken by Donald Trump. In the, it's quite complicated. It's not, but it's not, it's not, it's actually not. Okay. Did you say to Tom Sainsbury that, just, that, that Donald Trump mistook you for Justin Trudeau's wife? I gave him a short version, which was in behind the scenes at the Music Awards. I know. What was the short version? The shortened version was that, that there was some confusion over who I was, observed by someone else. I believe I told him the full story. You believe you did? I believe Two I did. Two people now say that you told them <laughs> that you were mistaken by Donald Trump. I know this seems like a trifling matter, but what I'm suggesting is that and now that you are a world leader, all of these little things can, can blow up to be big. And if, and if you are giving something that is not the entire truth... It can confuse people. No, I'm sharing, I'm sharing this story here. Did you say that that confusion was someone else's confusion or did you imply that it was Donald Trump's confusion? I said there was confusion over who I was. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Yeah, well, let's so, face it, mm. Jacinda hasn't exactly given them immunity, only to the uh, jab creators. Yeah. So... Um, Liz, yeah. would you, would you yeah, want to jump yeah. on in here, Liz? Well, I'd, I'd take it a bit further, actually. Um, you talk about liability. There is another liability called criminal liability. Uh, and the fact that you have provided them with the information um, can be argued that if they don't um, do as they should do and not injure um, or put your children in... in um, in the firing line for injury, then they could be held criminally liable. And I believe we will have military tribunals in this country before too long, and they will be in the firing line. So I think that should be pointed out to them too. In actual fact, I've written to um, Bloomfield and Co and um, put some of the information. Um, there's been some amazing stuff in the last few days, the Pfizer whistleblower who talked about the graphite oxide in the um, vaccines, all, all vaccines, including the Pfizer one we have here, and said, now you've seen the information, uh, you don't stop the vaccine rollout, then you'll be criminally liable because it's what's called guilty knowledge. Because oh, yeah. they have the, it's like, um, if, you were, if you were 
stood by and watched somebody be assaulted and you didn't have the wherewithal to you know, stop that assault, then you, you're, you're, um, you should be arrested by the police too. You become like a party, okay? So um, I think that we've got to the point of that the criminal liability should be pointed out as well. So I, I, I doubt very much whether their lawyers will point that out to them because they'll never think of it, but I've thought of it. So, yeah, um, yeah. it's got to stop soon. Yeah, I think, and I, why I, don't, I also believe this is a spiritual battle. It is. And I believe we have um, power. So I, there's, there's so much information coming through and so much stuff, I just turned myself off from all that and, you know, when, go and sit in the sea and meditate and, and the, you know, I sit in the sea every morning in the, in the cold and just meditate for a while and get back into nature and then get the answers from within. And then I, yeah, just knew that the butterfly effect, I just knew if I did if I did that, then other people will do it. Like they will. I just had so much support. Like, as I said, a lot of those people that turned up, I didn't know them. I didn't know they were going to be, be there. They all just showed up. It was quite a magic. You know, mm-hmm. people were crying, and then afterwards people I'd never met were hugging me and uh, shaking my hand and thanking me for doing that for, for their kids. You know, it was quite mm-hmm. emotional. And I believe in, um, like, Rupert Sheldrake's morphic resonance that, if a, a member of a species does something, then other people will either do it or or know ha- or have the knowledge to do that. If yes. one person does it, then we learn as a species <coughs> like that we are all connected. So I was felt connected doing the, the whole process of doing it. So that's I mean it was could have been a nerve wracking thing to do, but I, it wasn't for me because um, I felt like, you know it definitely wasn't doing it for me. I was doing it for my kids and for other people's kids. So yeah, it was. It was a magic thing, and I encourage anyone to do it as well. And I'm, you can find me online, and I'll be more than happy to help people, give them advice, um, provide all my documents. And it, you don't even have to do it as scary as that. You can serve it in person, just one-on-one. Mm. You don't have to do it to the whole board, but it is better if you do it the whole board. Exactly. You know, mm. yeah. or maybe not better, but, you know, just just do it. Yeah, well, apparently um, Waiheke um, is supposed to be getting a, a- – a group of three from Voices for Freedom um, going to see the board. Um, I'd produced a document um, much shorter than 13 pages, but um, which included a little bit of the um, information about, uh, you know, how dangerous it was. I, my document talked about the, um, the effects that had been um, seen in Israel. They had 17 um, cases of um, myocarditis, myocarditis, in the young people especially. Okay, so, um, and I also produced um, a document that the over 16-year-olds could um, take to refuse because over 16-year-olds actually have the right to refuse medical treatment on their own behalf. Yeah, that's so hopefully well it'll become a cool thing for 16-year-olds to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. You do have to pare it down. There is so much information um, against the narrative. It is mm. just overwhelming that it can overwhelm people. That's why in the end I decided to pare it down just to six sort of COVID facts that were provable and were relevant and just kept it quite succinct. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realise that the majority are the people standing against the government narrative. Mm. You just don't see that because they control the levers of everything. They control mm. the gateway to information, except... Uh, forums like ours and others who are, you know, whether it's protests, whether it's petitions, they all raise awareness. They achieve two-tenths of nothing. 
that's been proven. It's still carrying on regardless. Sooner or later, someone's going to have to firmly plant their feet in the ground and say, you're not passing this line. This is the red line. Um, also, you have really what is a handful of people deciding what happens around the world. They then pass it down through their minions, who are usually coerced, bought, paid for, blackmailed, uh, bribed, whatever, to in order for it to roll out because they've already sold their souls. And the rest of us are the cattle that have been herded up now and put into different sections. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you could uh, align it with the population control, war, starvation, disease um, that people have talked about. You know, it'd be hard to argue that point right at this moment because it's pretty much looking that way anyway. I mean, why would you create um, a, a narrative that is completely and utterly disprovable? I mean, common sense, logic, and reason, if you look around, shows that none of that stuff is happening around us. Like I said, unless you watch TV every two minutes for that single source of bullshit, mm -hmm. um, you wouldn't even know there was a pandemic happening. And most people who have, who have died have been with, with comorbidities, etc., and have nothing to do with this whole COVID-19 mm. SARS-2 thing. I think it, it was whittled down to 17 deaths, not 27. Yeah, but 17, and even then, mm. they're questionable, I think the they? average age was 81. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, the so New Zealand doctors speaking out with speaking out with science. They uh, it was about July twenty two. Up to then, they said there was forty kind of definite deaths from the shots and eighty other possibles and probables. Yep, so that's one hundred and twenty. Wow, and that's before that's, the mass rollout. Exactly, that's like well, four five hundred percent more than so called died with this uh, pandemic. So, it's, exactly. it's, how can people follow you if they want to follow your process uh, progress? Because as you know, you now all eyes are on you up there. And they, they will, of course, be interested in seeing what the uh, answer comes back from the Board of Trustees that you've given, what, 72 hours for them to uh, reply yep. to? So how, how can they follow you? Because I, too, want, want to be able to um, keep, a, keep abreast of this. Oh, that's, that's a good question. I've just set up, um, to put it on BitChute, I've just set up my channel, The Radish Farmer. The Radish the Farmer. Radish that's Farmer. good. It's a, that's that's it's catchy. A, <laughs> it's an old Japanese haiku. Ah. And you've, got, and you've got, of course, Facebook. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably a way to face me. Of of phasing it out, but that's yeah. That's good. Um, just my name, Glenn Krofsky, is on Facebook. G G L E N with one N C R O F S K E Y, and find me there. Um, we'll have to get you on Getter. Got to get your Getter, Liz. Got to get your Getter on. Well, it sounds Japanese. Oh, Telegram. I'm on Telegram. Yeah, Telegram is pretty good. Yep. So I'm on there. I guess um, everyone can follow you there and follow your progress, which is which is good. Mm. At the end of the yeah. day, congratulations. Pra practic practically speaking, at the end of the day, what outcome do you think you're going to um, to get here from the board of trustees? Um, Realistically, I'm, I'm in two minds. Look, at, they'll probably do some sort of <clears throat> mealy mouth thing, and they'll say. They're either still waiting for legal advice, so they can't reply, um, or they'll say they've got advice from above. And I don't know. They, I don't. I don't think they'll make a decision. I don't know. They. Could, I could be wrong, and they'll just call it off and want me to keep it quiet. But either way, I'm come Friday. I'm going to say that uh, it will not be happening if they, if they don't reply to me within twenty two hours, seventy two hours, which is Thursday night. I'm going to declare that they're not happening at Mahurangi College because they've taken no responsibility for it, so therefore they do not have the authority to make that decision. And I'll declare myself as a true authority and say 
It is not happening. The vaccination, or the, sorry, the shot program will not be occurring at Mahurangi College because I say it is so. Yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. Let's face it, we are, we, we are, at the end of the day, our own authority. I mean, we, we, we give governments, um, or we're supposed to give governments, a limited power of authority to watch our backs while we get on with life and pursuit of happiness. But what they've decided to do is take on the role of a, a despot regime who are now reminiscent yeah. to more communist China than anything else. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Would, would you be interested in coming, because I, I know you've got your uh, newsroom background, uh, do you mind coming on for a full show sometimes when we can delve into the media, what they're really doing, um, and some of the personalities associated with it? Because I'd like to connect yes. a few dots for people out there to actually open a few eyes and uh, mm. see just who's behind a lot of these agendas. Yes, definitely. Yep. It's definitely want to talk about that, you know, the long-term planning. You can find the long-term planning, and that's what confuses a lot of people is, if you, you know, the, it is quite hard to get your head around how long this agenda's been playing out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's quite, it's quite a hard concept for people to get, and if you start to show evidence of that, it can open their minds up even further about what's going on and who's mm-hmm. behind it and how long this has been coming. Yeah. yeah, so definitely I'll come back. I'll come into the studio. Love to. Brilliant. You can be our, like, little genuine whistleblower. How's that? Wow. What do you reckon, Liz? Yeah, Does that I reckon. You? I've been... Look on the screen. My neck's almost as big as your damn head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe post-production can sort of narrow it a bit. Um, but we don't edit, so my next days. <clears throat> yeah, so thanks for your time. I've just got the producer in my ear, you know. So I can't, I'm not allowed to go off like that, apparently. Liz. No, okay. And every time she gives me heaps, I'm going to bring it up on camera. I'm going to bring a photo of her and hold a photo up. Yeah, like that. That's the culprit <laughs> in my ear. So thanks, Glenn, for uh, for your time, and uh, we'll definitely have you back on for that show. And keep up the good work, because yeah. people need to make this stand. And you, yeah. you, you, you are the one who's inspired uh, Counterspin's Hero of the Week. Yeah. You're number one. You definitely. made it. So any more heroes out there? Please send the names and uh, details into us, and we want to bring them to the fore as well, because those people need to be highlighted. Not those little sycophants like that, Susie Wiles for that New Zealander of the Year. Those people shouldn't. Oh, that's just a travesty. Travesty. Okay, well, um, yeah, so thanks for that. And we'll, we'll now uh, play a video that's uh, doing the rounds and going viral as well. See you later, So Keith. thanks very much, Glenn. See you. Thanks. See you, guys. Have a good one. Bye. We'll now play. Cool as. <laughs> we'll, we'll now play a video that's um, going viral, and then we'll come back with, um, we'll discuss a few headlines, Liz, and we'll come back and let you, uh, let you, Take over. Okay, Jacinda Ardern, you haven't been tested on these sorts of trust issues that Bill English has been confronted with, but if you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Different people now say Jacinda Ardern told them that Donald Trump mistook her for the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It sounds a trifling matter. Did you tell people that Donald Trump mistook you? I told people that, yes, someone had observed that I'd been mistaken. But that's not the story they gave us. 
They didn't say someone got it wrong and thought accidentally that Jacinda Ardern had been mistaken. <laughs> they said, no, no, they said Jacinda Ardern was mistaken and Jacinda Ardern told us that she was mistaken by Donald Trump. And it's quite complicated. Yeah, it's, not, but it's not, it's not, it's actually not. Okay. Did you say to Tom Sainsbury that, just, that, that Donald Trump mistook you for Justin Trudeau's wife? I gave him a short version, which was in behind the scenes at the Music Awards. I know. What was the short version? The shortened version was that, that there was some confusion over who I was, observed by someone else. I believe I told him the full story. You believe you did? I believe Two I did. Two people now say that you told them <laughs> that you were mistaken by Donald Trump. I know this seems like a trifling matter, but what I'm suggesting is that and now that you are a world leader, all of these little things can, can blow up to be big. And if, and if you are giving something that is not the entire truth... It can confuse people. No, I'm sharing, I'm sharing this story here. Did you say that that confusion was someone else's confusion or did you imply that it was Donald Trump's confusion? I said there was confusion over who I was. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. So, Liz, if you can... Um, the video take that over just here. came on? Yeah, the, the video we just watched. Yeah. Um, tell tell us where that was and, and give us a bit of an if update you, about that. come off the... Um, if you come off the bridge, yep. right, and you're going sort of rather than going straight onto the main motorway up north, you go and you're going up the peninsula, if you like. You Audiwa Road is the main road up there. Oh, yeah, cool. North. Yeah, that's a that's a very good demonstration because even though you've only got a few people, really, the 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 dip, the, the time is, between the signs yeah. is perfect. There's enough to great. sink in. Great. <clears throat> and even if people aren't actually, because you know you got to keep your eyes on the road. Mm. But the subliminally, yeah, it, yeah, it, it yeah. picks up their, by fact, their subconscious in as fact, well. People could go on their main roads everywhere, yeah, and do that sort of thing. Get 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 nine of your friends, ten yep. of your friends, and go and do it. Let's go over a bit of news um, uh, that's been happening around the country before we uh -huh. get into all of these questions that were sent in. Uh -huh. We put the call out for some questions for you, so we could put you <laughs> under the spotlight. I didn't actually bring the interrogation bowl, but we'll uh, sort that <laughs> okay. next time. Uh, that one was actually for Glenn. We asked that one, so that's good. So you've okay. got basically 14 questions to answer. Okay. And they need to be rapid fire. Okay. Facts and evidence, Liz, only. Oh, okay. Here we go. Like anyway. say the questions are longer than the answers. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, the question. <laughs> Depends on how much we go off. Okay. Um, so a lot of people will know that the Voices for Freedom uh, had their Facebook page removed last week. Oh, yes. Uh, they also started a nationwide uh, billboard campaign. Lumo, a company that was going to do a week-long, um, yeah, you'll see the you see the photos up here. They, oh, yeah. they, they were oh, going yeah. to put yeah to, a for a week. They, they'd hide these billboards yeah. for a week, um, right. and I think in about nine hours they were taken down through pressure ah. from only yes. approximately twenty people mm. was enough to have these taken down. Now, I can't see any controversy in there, and I can't see but any I hate mean, speech. It doesn't I, matter. Controversy doesn't matter. Exactly, it doesn't matter. So it seems to be numbers. Now, these people, of course, they must have thought that uh, Voices for Freedom uh, wasn't a large account, you know. Mm. Uh, like I was discussing with uh, Sarah uh, about about this type of thing. Is that your phone? Oh, look know. at that. Let's take down the off. CCP again. Anyway. Sorry about that, people. Uh, we've got someone who left their phone. I'm going to put it on an airplane mode, but that didn't happen. Anyway, it doesn't hurt. Anyway, we're we back just, on. We still want um, to take off. <clears throat> yeah. So, so all all of the companies that they were um, 
Yeah, if you go, if you go, all of the signs. You yeah, if you're going to message my ear, be quick because I'm looking like a dick on camera. I'm looking like a dick on. While she's still ranting. So <laughs> okay. anyway, they were they were all taken down. I think except I think one. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure. And, and I'm not sure about the lighthouse or something. But I'm not sure about the fate of that yet either. Mm. So so what's basically happening? You've got a small coordinated group coming together to attack. Anyone that doesn't fit the narrative mm. or um, is, is somewhere yeah. on a different uh, political well, sphere or ideological sphere. Well, I think Glenn will be sphere. able to tell you a bit, a bit about the background of those people who are doing the attacking. Now, from a, from a legal point of view, I'm kind of interested in this, actually, because I would say that VFF should look at a tort called in, um, interference with business, okay? Um, because they obviously got a reason for for spending their money and putting up signs, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a it's it's they've they they want to achieve something. Now, if they can put themselves into the realm of we want to achieve this object, I don't see why they couldn't sue Lumio for Lumo. for um, wrecking their their project. Yep. So it's just just my thought about it. <clears throat> oh, what are the uh, heads of uh, Voices for Freedom as a lawyer? So maybe oh, okay. they've um, oh, okay. uh, thought well, about should, that. She she'll no doubt have thought of it. Yeah, they'll they probably have a good fighting fund as well. Oh well, because they they they, they do put on very slick um, campaigns. Mm. So. So apparently the oh, uh, harassment. The science, oh, I can't. Hang on. <laughs> you can't harass people. Sorry, but you can't. That is not harassing people. People look at those things oh, and they look at this them. Was a disaster, actually, wasn't it? they look at them voluntarily. Well, okay. What we hear they in our close what their, we hear yeah. in our ear. Yeah. Is what these people who are watching us don't hear. Oh, okay. So you've Sorry. just answered something they haven't heard. <laughs> We, okay, we're meant to like introduce me, that and talk ourselves into okay. it like we actually know what we're doing, Liz. <laughs> You've just gone wayward on me. You've gone off the reservation, Liz. <laughs> right. You you put Sarah's argument to me, would you? No, there, there was an argument. It was basically what Sarah she's trying to clarify saying, is that they Sarah didn't. Is that these people didn't take the stuff down right. because of <clears throat> um, anything controversial so or pressure. hate speech or anything like that. Okay. It was over allegations that one or more of their um, party or right. group uh, was harassing school children. Now, we know that to what be... What the sign was? No. No, no. It was taken down off the signs right. from Lumo yeah. because allegations from these cretins, this right. small band of 20, yeah. that stated that they had, at one of their protests or whatever, right. or rallies, had harassed school children. Now, we know this to be patently false. Right, so uh, because they have they have to, specific yeah. guidelines not to approach. Okay, so Lumio, I presume, can prove this. Lumo, no, they can't. It's okay. only allegations. Then, they took then, it down on the strength them. of a couple of then wackos who decided that it was a good idea. No, then sue them because the thing is that you know people think that they can get away with this rubbish about Problem I was offended are. or I was harassed or something. Yeah. Prove it, right? Yeah, it's very hard to prove. The uh, Advertising Standards Authority also upheld, sorry, upheld what? <laughs> a complaint. See, this is just not working. I'm well, going to take my well, headphones off in a minute. I'm just going to run Well, the Advertising Standards Authority needs to be picketed, don't they? Yeah. 
I mean, I've, I've seen some of the rulings that the uh, yeah. Broadcasting Standards Authority yeah. have come out with, and it's complete bunking. Well, people people on that place need to f- have their home addresses found and um, pick it. You can dox them, Liz. I can imagine you go yeah, there with your umbrella. Them. Well, you you can do- you can dox them by actually. So the hate speech um, submissions, I think, close on August sixth. So if anyone wants to get in there, I mean, let's face it. I mean, no, the, the, I never make a submission. These I, exactly I will not these, these this legislation's coming regardless, right? It's coming regardless. People think about <laughs> it. Everything we've ever gone against, everything we've ever uh, rallied against, protest against, put submissions against, it comes anyway. Yeah, well, that's because you submit. You've already lost. If you've submitted, you've lost. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying so is who do you submit the agenda to your continues unabated. Yeah, well, they're not my superior. No yeah. way. Yeah. I never okay. will make a submission. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a video <laughs> now while we try to sort our sort ourselves out, Liz, and try to, <laughs> try to put Liz back on her medication before we carry on. And uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll be back in a minute. There's a difference between preaching and hate speech, and you guys are very close to crossing the line. Well, hate speech, the law hasn't come in, and we're not actually preaching hate. I've actually recorded everything that I preach, and we actually haven't preached any hate. These actually people came up and assaulted us. This guy threatened to kill me. Yeah, he threatened to kill these guys are saying they're all right. They've threatened to kill us. They've threatened to beat up these guys. Yeah. So you're saying they're preaching hate. What you guys are saying is very subjective, okay? And saying it to people up here Wow, look at that. So that so that now, remember, if you think of um I think it was the Minister of Police or Minister of Justice or something. I can't remember now, Jesus. What You're just throwing doing? me off track, Liz. Um <clears throat> he was stating uh when he was asked some hard questions, which was unusual for media, he was asked some hard questions about the hate speech laws oh, okay. uh, that was coming through and mm. well what did they deem well uh, Chris Farfoy, uh, what would he, you know, what, what did he deem to be hate speech? And mm. he was always just skirting around. He never mm. got to the damn point. And then he goes, basically, at the end of the day, it would come down to what the police decided it would be. I mean, if you imagine getting a cop, crawls out of bed one morning, you know, he's been on late shift. His wife's been off with someone but else. He's not, finally found out. He's law. coming back, back on shift, and he's filthy. Mm. Anything you say is going to be hate speech. That's completely you know I mean? arbitrary. Yeah, exactly. It's not good law. It should never, ever get get past <laughs> step one. But but again, like I said, that and agenda's does, coming regardless. And if it does, then we can argue it in the court. Problem is, then you get courts, even if they do rule in your favour, like with the uh, emergency youth authorization for the vaccine, they just mm. go down, we'll change it. This is what people are getting frustrated about. Mm. There is no justice. I mean, the courts were meant to be the final... Uh, the, they, they were meant to be the... Um, the block, mm. as, as it were, can't even think of the word, mm. uh, between the unfettered power of government mm. and us. Mm. They were meant to be like our mm. protective of. barrier. Sort of. Yes. But that has been completely and utterly proven to be not the yeah, case but now. But you have to take public law cases for that sort of argument. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, always talking about common law. Okay. I'm, I'm sort of like, nah, public law is there. 
it's Roman law, it's imperial law, it's yeah. there for the for the rulers, it's not there for us. That's you know, right. they give us a little leeway in there, but our 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 recourse should be to the Human Rights Acts. Um, it should be to um, assault, trespass, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, exactly right. So. So yeah, the hate speech legislation uh, is open to August sixth. So anyone who wants to write to them, do so now. Tokelau. Tokelau. Let's okay. let, let's discuss Tokelau. This is the Ross Ardern. That's Jacinda's father. He's administering, of course, the island of Tokelau. Tokelau, um, and it now has mandatory vaccines being mm. uh, and people being placed under house arrest, unable to you know gather, worship, not much much like a New Zealand lockdown, you know. Two weeks to flatten the curve, no, much, and almost much two years later, we're still going. Different to New Zealand lockdown. Yep, exactly right. Um, because so they're under f- first house of all, arrest. Because first of all, tell us Tokelau. what you know about what's happening in Tokelau. Well, about three days ago, um, I have a client, and she's Tuvalu, but born in New Zealand. Um, but she has a nursing um, friend in uh, who's in Australia, I think. But she's Tokelau, I think. Anyway, this woman. Uh, message to and said that they had employed um, employed or appointed a couple of pastors um, that's P-A-S-T-O-R a couple of pastors to go to um, Tokelau uh, and they had been um, you know they sound like a born again church um, I think and um, and they had been placed under house arrest because, and they weren't allowed to worship together um, because they had refused vaccines. Wow. And then we heard also that um, a woman police officer has also been put under house arrest. Now, this is very different from a lockdown. This is, uh, uh, this is just for these people. And because they haven't got any jail on, on um, Tokelau, um, it's three atolls, apparently, but Tokelau is the largest one. Um, they don't have any jails, and so the local people have been told to tell the police if they come out of their houses. But they're still <clears throat> in phone contact, so we know that. So we had, a, we had a demonstration this morning, a protest, in front of Ross Adern's house, 177 Hurstmere Road, uh, Takapuna. Yep. And it worked out really well. It was really good. Uh, we had um, people from the Cook Islands there as well. Um, and uh, Yeah, we'll get on to the Cook Islands in a yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently um, they're, they're really in awe of Jacinda there and um, they're taking the vax like lollies. And But, of course, it's the old people first and they're dying. So hopefully the Cook Island people will wake up and think, think oh, there's a connection. Uh, we will see. But we've got to, you know, they've, They've got to wake up before their children start getting killed. See, do people actually understand what's going on here? Now, the Cook Islands, one case of COVID, one, and that's probably suspect because we know the test is wrong. Mm. No deaths, mm. and 90% of those eligible are now vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine. Well, here vaccine. we are. Here's the, here's the perfect Petri dish, if you like. In Tokelau, there have been no cases of COVID. No cases of COVID. Now, how many people so have died? So if any people die from here on in, so we're now gathering, we're now getting the people over there to gather data the right, evidence, yep. of who's dying and how quickly after the 
um, well, not names, of course, but but people dying after the after the shot because then you've got the causal link between the two things. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's, okay? that's so it's perfect. In fact, even though they've tried to turn it into a Jeffrey Epstein um, franchise, is what I call it, um, then you know they've they've picked the wrong place because they picked a place that has had no COVID, um, no COVID. Um, you know, cases at yep. all. No, that's right, they haven't. So, so the the link will be there. So, um, yeah, um, and I don't know how and many. And they want to hit the children as well. And it's been yeah. well and truly established that children are next to no risk mm. of catching any of that. Yep. And even if they did, their bodies and immune system is so robust, mm. it just shrugs it off. Yeah, of course. Uh, Doctor Malone, we we played one of his clips on a previous show. He stated quite uh, succinctly. Now, he's the inventor of the technology underlying the mRNA. Mm. And he said, vaccines will cause more damage than anything. Yes. And natural immunity is the only way to go. Mm, of course. And yet, people like Ashley Bloomfield, who trots himself out, mm. um, you know, on behalf of the one source of truth, mm. tries to tell everyone that masks, mm. you know, Master, okay, one minute, they're not the next. Oh, we've changed our mind now, they're back on again. They they, they don't have any scientific mm, yeah, literature they, backing no. up anything they well, are Well, you know what his speciality is? What's that? Uh, he is a specialist in non-communicable diseases. So he wouldn't know if he could if he caught anything <laughs> anyway, would he? No, he wouldn't. <laughs> Did we catch the joke on that? Because, you know, my, my um, humor's contagious. The same list. Okay, Fiji, <clears throat> here's another one. Mm. Fiji, they didn't lock down. Mm. They won't lock down. Now, they're saying they've got uh, 1,100 cases and 250 deaths. I mean, <clears throat> the thing that I question about all these cases and all these deaths is how mm. many people die normally anyway? And is every death now just being but contributed to some damn pandemic Fiji that too, doesn't actually they? exist? Yeah. I, I met some people from Fiji this morning, stopped and talked to us, Yeah, and uh, they said, yeah, they're vaccinating you know, people in Fiji and they're dying. They're just, yeah, so they're just basically mm. killing off. It's a it's a worldwide cull. And yet, again, we talked about this last time, that people's cognitive dissonance, they just do not, mm. they cannot bring themselves to realise this is happening. No, because it's too evil, isn't it? Well, yeah. because then they've got to confront it, don't they? They have to, it's a confronting thing. So, and of course, New Zealand, quick to help, of course. You know, the merchant of death, which is Jacinda. Mm. Um, they sent in another 100,000 AstraZeneca vaccines. We added to the 250,000 already delivered. Now, uh, in Sydney, in Sydney, of course, they're, they're doing it hard again with their lockdowns. Now that, if you want a picture of what's coming here, because um, it's usually Australia <coughs> or New Zealand that gets locked down, and and we, like I said, we're the lab rats for the for the mm. world. And if we put up with it, then the rest of the world succumb as well. And of course, we're proven that we're we're all bloody sheep. So three hundred military people, just like here, helping man checkpoints mm. and going uh, house to house. And now, stuff when like you that. say military people, right? This is interesting. Military personnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to uh, actually we'll play the video then we'll come back and quickly okay. discuss that. Let's have a look at these. So we people. just got the hurry up, Liz. Uh-huh. 
That was Canterbury Bankstown. That's a Lebanese community. That was a Lebanese house. And mm. as you can see, <laughs> they don't mess around over there. No. And um, the cops pretty much knew where that, that family's line was drawn. Yes. And once they came in, mm. uninvited, of course, thinking mm. that they were all that in a bag of chips, mm. legends in their own lunchbox, inside they went. Um, they got repelled at the borders. And then, of course, yeah. he said, you don't come in here. Yes. You know, and, and he... Basically, they stayed out there. What they happened after that, we're not sure. Did they come back fact? with more or not? Mm-hmm. See, we, we, we just don't know. Well, uh, even if they this came is going back to play with out, more. This is going to play out everywhere. It's going mm. to get worse and worse and worse until more people start pushing back. But did you see that line? Yeah. That was a physical line. Yeah. That was, the, that was his line of trespass. Now. But did you see how filthy they got because they oh, got yeah. kicked out and then they kicked their fence yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, That's willful damage, isn't it? Yes, it is. The others would be arrested for it if it was them. But, but so see, the thing is, most bit. people haven't got the money to take the police for willful death. And that's the problem. But, why, why, is yeah. just, why, why is justice so expensive? Why do you have to buy justice? Mm. It's, it's all about checkbook diplomacy, mm. checkbook mm. this, checkbook mm. that. But it he, he who has the money seems to have the law on their side. I mean, we're going to go on to a load of your next. Yeah. Basically, they were uh, asserting a common law right there. Yep. Of don't trespass, okay? Yeah, that well, is that's that's the that's the whole principle of an Englishman's Homer's castle. Yeah, that's why the police didn't go past because they 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 will lose their case in court 
Anything we can talk about that in the Elodial stuff faster. coming shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just get through this. Italy uh, is protested as well. Those those guys yeah, are hot, hot under the collar as well. Well, uh, was that the one with the In the introduction of the vaccine passports. Yeah. Because remember, this is a worldwide thing. This is a yeah, global thing is. that's happening across yep. the face of the earth. Uh, so, and they're even storming their parliament. Just saying, Liz, just saying. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm trying to incite here, mm-hmm. but I think that would be a damn good idea. Um <laughs> Uh, in the UK, there's a food issue that uh, the Brits in about two to three weeks will have a food crisis on hand oh. simply because they have, if we could just bring up there, simply because they have um, more lockdowns and, of course, 100,000 lorry drivers short yes. to deliver the food to the supermarkets oh, and to yes. people who need it. Yes. So um, that's another big uh, issue that's that mainstream media are ignoring. Yes. And it's only, like I said, people like us and people like, well, our equivalent over mm-hmm. there who's actually trying to get it out there. And, of course, a few local newspapers, probably because they've got to eat too. Um, here at home, we have uh, uh, the price of fruit and vegetables are skyrocketing, as you know. Mm. I mean, the, the people like foodstuffs, you know, um, your, your pack and saves, your countdowns and all that, they have the monopoly mm. on, on the uh, fruit and veggie thing. They manage to stay open because they are mm. allowed when all the other market garden, you know, shops, stores that they have on their, on their properties or the um, – a local grocer, he would got he got shut down. He wasn't allowed to open. Mm. It's strange, isn't it? How it's it's all, it's a consolidation that's happening, and all the little small players. It's it's a dependency thing. It's mm. creating dependency. Mm. Jab them up, restrict them in in so many ways. You're just going to create zombies. There's mm. your zombie apocalypse happening mm. right there. So the kiwi grocers, we have the solution. Um, yeah, the there's solution. a recent uh, Commerce Commission report that states that the current two-player system isn't working. Mm-hmm. No crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's members of a government stepping in and getting involved in the industry. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a disaster oh, that's waiting for somebody to happen. We're the savior. Yeah, and then what they'll do is they'll create. A, they'll do like they do everything else. Mm. They'll create a, a massive conglomerate yeah. where they got they, jobs they, for they their throw, mates. They're throwing a lead. Massive amounts of money. They're throwing you a lead life. They'll, they'll, they'll be wasting. Yeah, they'll yep. be wasting it, and and mm-hmm. then they'll just do unworkable things, and that's only to cut everyone else out. So, um, uh, I personally think what what needs to be created is a producer to consumer, yeah, straight. Um, yep. Uh, plan. Yeah, cut them. Cut out, out the middleman. Yep. And uh, I think it'll help. It'll both. be very, very good. It'll be, it'll be very good. The sorry delivery, city mission. Oh, um, this right. here. Uh. Actually, this let's watch what the, the farmers in this well. country yeah. uh, are doing and not getting highlighted for it. Mm. And, um, yeah, just, just have a look at this. On Tuesday, July 27th, Waikato and Auckland farmers once again showed their generosity as they delivered food to the Auckland City Mission. This one comes hot on the heels of their recent delivery during the massive rallies held across New Zealand. Two weeks ago, the largest nationwide political process in New Zealand's history was organised by Groundswell New Zealand. Tens of thousands of concerned citizens turned out en masse to support our farming and agricultural industries in 55 towns throughout the country. Their message was loud and clear. The current government needs to stop draconian legislation that will decimate the farming sectors. Bureaucracy is killing small businesses, the trades and the agricultural and farming industries. Those affected have had enough. The impromptu delivery of two trailerloads of produce soon grew into a convoy of proud, flag-waving patriots with over 20 tractors, several utes, and yes, even the dogs too. Okay, we've got 
Cameron here, we're delivering the produce of the Auckland City Mission. Why are you guys here? Uh, well, first and foremost, um, we're here, you know, with the Auckland City Mission, um, delivering some um, goods and some food and to support, you know, the, the locals and support the community, support our country, as it were. And the other reason, as you can see, we've got some um, great members of the community uh, with us here, uh, basically bringing up awareness about what the Groundswell um, Group is about and also to do with, um, you know, the unworkable regulations that are starting to get forced onto the rural community. Murray here as well. You're not just here delivering food and it's not a supply or um, delivery or logistical issue at all. You're here for a much bigger picture, aren't you? Yeah, so we've come up with this uh, fresh vegetables, um, this city mission. We need to somehow get the message across to the people in the city that we need them, they need us, they need quality food and they need to help us get the message across to the government that Kiwi, New Zealand, locally grown food is the way to go. Our deliveries to the Auckland City Mission are ongoing. Their message to us, support us so we can continue to support you. We support all New Zealanders and we need their support. That support will ensure we can continue to feed the nation. The mental health concerns and suicides due to an increasingly difficult situation are largely ignored. This juggernaut of bureaucracy is by design and it's killing our beautiful country. Check out Groundswell New Zealand and their fast growing movement. What a great bunch of Kiwi patriots. Yeah, good on the mate. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Another thing that I'm, I'm actually personally disappointed is that the Auckland City Mission um, has uh, some sort of corporate arrangement with people like um, Pack and Save, and um, of course they're emblazoned all over their website and that, but these guys, mm. these guys um, on Facebook and that, they should be emblazoned on there, mm. you know mm. what I mean? They should. So be... where's the thanks from Auckland City Mission? Oh, exactly. I mean, the farmers the farmers given mm. this, I mean, they don't make money off that because they no, of course no longer not. sell no, it. No, I know the guy, um, well, I don't know the guy who took the, vegetables up but I, his friend was at a meeting I was at the other night and he yeah. said oh, I said I'm not taking a tractor to Auckland without taking food on it. Yeah no that's good eh? <laughs> Great. Well, they're, yeah. they're, they're good and blokes. they intend to, to, they intend to keep the doing it as well. Yeah we've got to look after them otherwise believe me we, we are yeah. we're in well, they should They should all go Elodial is my without answer. a paddle mm. and, the old, and the old folks home without their depends. Yep. Be a big problem then wouldn't it? Okay, Jacinda Ardern, you haven't been tested on these sorts of trust issues that Bill English has been confronted with, but if you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Different people now say Jacinda Ardern told them that Donald Trump mistook her for the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It sounds a trifling matter. Did you tell people that Donald Trump mistook you? I told people that, yes, someone had observed that I'd been mistaken. But that's not the story they gave us. They didn't say someone got it wrong and thought accidentally that Jacinda Ardern had been mistaken. <laughs> they said, no, no, they said Jacinda Ardern was mistaken and Jacinda Ardern told us that she was mistaken by Donald Trump. And it's quite complicated. It's not, but it's not, it's not, it's actually not. Okay. Did you say to Tom Sainsbury that, just, that, that Donald Trump mistook you for Justin Trudeau's wife? I gave him a short version, which was in behind the scenes at the Music Awards. I know. 
What was the short version? The shortened version was that, that there was some confusion over who I was, observed by someone else. I believe I told him the full story. You believe you did? I believe Two I did. Two people now say that you told them <laughs> that you were mistaken by Donald Trump. I know this seems like a trifling matter, but what I'm suggesting is that and now that you are a world leader, all of these little things can, can blow up to be big. And if, and if you are giving something that is not the entire truth, it can confuse people. No, I'm sharing, I'm sharing this story here. Did you say that that confusion was someone else's confusion or did you imply that it was Donald Trump's confusion? I said there was confusion over who I was. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Okay, now the... Now the um the part of the show that you've all been waiting for. I always wanted to say that, Liz. I just oh, did. Yeah. How to come across. Good. Anyway, we have questions for you. So you are now in the hot seat. This is going to be like, um, you know, actually, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't got a clue what I was um, going to say. Well, I, mean, I we, we were went. so overwhelmed with all that good news. We, the, 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 these were uh, put out. But the practicalities. Yeah, we, and you'll have to talk in there because oh, I don't no, want I them to, to miss this. Right so we, so we can get it. Um, I have to talk to the. Go ahead, okay. just drop a few. Okay. <clears throat> do your thing. Yeah, <laughs> just do that. There we go. We'll just wrap them, eh? Yeah, go Anyway, on. Anyway, okay, these are I from. I can't answer and rap. You can, <laughs> That's okay. you can ask These are from rap. people out there in the audience because uh, we asked them to send the uh, questions in and they have. And this is all about what we're dealing with now, okay? okay. So the first one. Yes. Got to hear number one. Right. Where are we starting? Okay. Um, I was told don't read out their names, but okay. I'm going to. Are you? Some a rebel. Well, everyone wants the so, 15 minutes of fame. So yeah. remember, these are only um, these are only names of uh, their handles. Their handles. Yeah. So okay. like New Zealand bystander. I actually quite like that. That's quite. Yeah, I don't think that's a real name. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Your cognitive um, cogs all steamed up, synapses yeah. all fired. Here we go. Once you claim a load of your title, do you have any claim to public services like water supply, electricity, internet? Yes. Go. Okay. Well, that was it. Yes, you do. And why is that? Because they're all private. Because they're all private. In other words, it's like anything else. You go to a grocery store, uh, you go and get your Vodafone uh, contract. Yeah. If Vodafone go. doesn't want to do it, somebody else will. Yeah. What, what, what we stress and have always stressed from day one is becoming self-sufficient. The less you can rely on the state, the better off you'll be. Okay. Mark Thornton asks, actually, Mark, that's a that's a question that we uh, spoke to Glenn about, and that will be answered on the show. We have him back on um, to delve into the um, journalists and and, the and news to the journalism. and exactly the agenda rolling yeah. out and who's connected. Yep. Okay, Don Hodges asks: Have any allodial claims been successful, and what has been the council's response? What we'll do while you're talking and answering this question, we're going to start bringing up some images of uh, people who have, in fact, um, successfully done their claims and had, at this time, no pushback. Okay. Now, yes, is the, is the short answer. I will, I will um, expand a little. Yes, Now, what's sure. been the council's response? Um, it, it depends on what piece of land you're taking. If you're taking a piece of land that's been administered previously by the Conservation Department, as was New Freeland, yep. Zilch is there. Um, feedback, of course, because they had the full legal case put to them back in September of last year That's when right. it went to the legal department of the Con Department of Conservation. As you know, we never had a, a dicky bird out of the Department of Conservation. 
Right. Now there are um, there is a piece of land that's been taken as council reserve that was uh, administered by council called council reserve. Right now they sent their um, operations manager up to serve a trespass notice. He was very nice. I had to talk to him as well because um, <clears throat> I'm working quite closely with the people who are doing a lodial and thank goodness they're going to actually take over from me once they're full through the full process. So um, uh, they were um, trespassed, but there was no hands put on them, of course. Um, they didn't sign a trespass. I advised her to then write to the CEO uh, of the council and trespass them, Yeah. right? So in actual fact, they have, because they're occupying, they have, the occupier is the person who they is can. actually... Able to trespass, not the person who is an occupier, but has an agent who sends their agents to tell them. Yeah. Right. If if the if the CEO of the council who signed the trespass order on them wants to come down and try and occupy it, that's a different matter. Then they could trespass because they would be the occupier. It's the occupier who always trespasses, as we saw with that Lebanese family in Sydney. Yeah. Oh. Here's one from... Um, oh, sorry. And there is a letter which you will see on screen later on, yeah. which gives you the option of um, whether you're occupying... If you're occupying um, uh, uh, council reserve administrated or conservation, the letter that you write to... Or any other type of crown, crown land, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, depending on whether you go... That bit fast. Yeah, no, this, this, was, um, this was one you sent it through in a whole PDF. Oh, yeah, so, okay. So we haven't... Separated at this time. Now, these documents will be up on the website shortly. Hopefully, by the time you watch this, we already have it up there. If not, please keep an eye out over the next day or two, and we will um, we will have those for you to be able to download uh, and mean to suit your criteria or your uh, situation and then send them on in. Yeah. Um, Kiwi Oz, I'll ask yours towards the end. We just want to get through the Elodial Title stuff first. Um Daryl Robb asks, if Elodial were to invite the right of conquest by state or otherwise, how would you defend it? Oh, I see. So if all of the country was Elodial and and, um, and somebody wanted to come and conquer us, yeah, okay, like send an army, like the UN. Could do, I'm not sure. Well, of course, everybody on Elodial has the right to bear arms. That's right. Okay, we're not, we're not under any jurisdiction in that. In that sense, I think I think actually right at this point, Liz, that's the probably the most pivotal pivotal thing that needs to be stressed. A lot of people are still under the mentality that government has some sort of control, mm. and when you have an allodial claim and it's your land, there is no jurisdiction higher than you. You are the pinnacle of everything. You're like the Alp, <laughs> eh? You see how I work that in? Yeah, yeah. Every that's mountain range clever. has the highest peak. That's the it's, Alp. That's numero clever. uno. Mm-hmm. What's my last name? Just saying. Anyway, you you have no jurisdiction above you. No one has the right to tell you what to do on your own land. And yes, you have the right to defend it. That is just a fact. Now, a lot mm. of people, you know, there's a lot of people who uh, who support us and we support them in the in the whole freedom movement. And some who prefer not to because our way of delivery apparently doesn't fit with them. But that's okay. Um, but they are such wimps because mm. they don't get to the point. At mm. the end of the day, you're going to have to defend yourself regardless. It's no use crying and moaning your guts out, going on protests and standing like an idiot for two hours like a damn garden gnome, thinking that's going to change anything. Sooner or later, something physical is going to happen. You're going to have to physically plant your feet and say no. 
Then if they continue, you're going to have to repel them. That's just the way it is. Mm. And if you're not ready for it, don't even go along the process lines. Simple as that. Well, people are going to stop paying tax soon. Yeah, right? we're going to starve the if beast. We're going to get to that shortly If they've too. got any idea about it. But they could contribute to a defence force if they wanted. Yep. yep. But, but I mean, the those day, guys at the army aren't going to get paid by the by the powers that be soon. Well, I'm quite surprised so that the, can, the army is that going woke yeah. like the ones in the US. You yeah. know what I mean? We, I can hear crickets from these guys. There's mm. people being murdered. Their own countrymen have been murdered by this experimental sorry, jab. Mm. And yet they just sit there doing nothing. Mm. Now, of course, you know, break ranks, mm. do something. Mm. There's some good cops out there, but uh, this, yeah. like anything else, scum rises to the mm. top, and they're the ones barking the orders. Yep. They need an internal... So, so yeah, my answer to that is, yeah, we would pay for a defence force for this country, I believe. Yeah. I, would, I would chip in. Anyway. And the state itself can't do anything about conquest. Only people no, can. No. no, Jacinda's got. I don't she's know got if no she's, power at all. he's got any guns at all. Jacinda just, wouldn't just, save us, would she? Jacinda and her mates would have the guns if they took them off us because they're, would, the, they're the aggressors. No. Okay, Luke. Luke Draper asks yeah. Are we no longer a, a part of the Commonwealth? Are we under the US? Now, that's uh, something I saw going around where uh, Simon Parks apparently um, has put out a thing where he said that New Zealand would now. No longer be part of the Commonwealth oh, because the Queen's yeah, given yeah. up her well, <coughs> rights and all that sort of stuff. Com- Personally, <coughs> unless we can prove it, mm. because we've heard a lot of stuff that's going on, like Jacinda's meant to have been killed so many times, oh, jailed so many yeah. times, on house arrest so many times, oh. and a clone so many times, and she's now her brother Jack. <laughs> I just don't bloody know. You know now, what I mean? Until let, give us the evidence. Get her birth certificate. Yeah. Get a picture when when she's giving you a hug. Just take a bit of hair. Let's get the old bloody. Actually, look at the word the Commonwealth, divided in two. Common wealth, okay? It refers to money, right? Yeah. It refers to money. It doesn't refer to a concept. It refers to a store of money, right? Now, it it came about, it's the treasury, actually, of all of those countries that were, um, that, that join up and became Commonwealth. Now, 1649, we know that date, Yeah. Okay. Under the um, government, not government, they called it um, a protectorate, of um, Oliver Cromwell, yep. that's when the Commonwealth was came into being. The Treasury, they recognised as belonging to the people, not the king. The king held the Treasury before then. The crown held the Treasury, yep. right? But it actually, the, the sweat equity, the, all of the... The taxes that were paid, etc., by and the, and the work of the people yep. was what constituted the treasury. Right? right. So the treasury is always the Commonwealth has always belonged to the common people. Doesn't belong to the corporations. Exactly. It doesn't belong, etc. And that's so another thing if, we'll talk if, about in another you know, show New too. New Zealand is is not lost its common its its share of the Commonwealth, even though people like Michael Stace, etc. And the treasury have signed over to the UN. That's probably where we where we, where we slightly disagree there. No, Until I, I see don't. the facts and evidence where I have where I see the other side of the contract has been signed, and and them agreeing to it, it, it is only to me papers been served. Mm. It hasn't been a completed uh, well, thing we'll yet. See. So we'll see. Find me those, Liz. But in any way, and then I'll agree. The, don't worry about the Commonwealth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's so still that's, there. So so that's the thing. So you got the right there. to defend. Um, your land, you, uh, 
who knows really what these legal constructs are. We've got so many around us. I mean, oh. just ditch it all. Constructs means ideas, okay? Yeah, exactly. So You're are, we, ask me are we under the US? I would say it's a patent no. Well, the US used to be, um, well, it is still part of the Commonwealth anyway because they were a colony at the time of um, 1649, okay? But no, no, they're not actually because they threw off the... Um, they British, had a civil war. Yeah, in the, no, not the civil war. Oh, the, no, they, they had a revolutionary war against yeah. the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Against yeah. the yeah, but we would be England. handing over one empire for another. You know, yeah, exactly. we would be and, and, we would be going from the British Empire to. And who the, the hell wants to be uh, under the US at the moment? Yeah, yeah. They're in complete yeah. meltdown and disarray. It's a, it's a, it's, the Chinese Communist yeah, modern, Party have just, yeah. uh, with a stroke of a pen, wiped off four hundred billion dollars of um, US uh, pension funds and all that type of thing mm -hmm. um, off the market. They reckon it's going to be closer to a trillion, according to uh, the information from War Room. Um, Mike Lindell's symposium's coming up on uh, the 10th, 11th, 12th of August. That's mm. going to show uh, without a doubt that the U.S. election was rigged. Chinese Communist Party, again, responsible oh, okay. for hacking the machines. And um, so all the time, we said this from the start, we were called for everything, and now the facts are coming out, as usual, falling our way. Mm. So I don't know why the lunatic left continue to believe their own hype. Because he's scared. They, they are scared. I think, mm. I think that's what it is. They attack because of fear. Mm. Hey, they take us because they're fearful. Okay, Mark Alvines. Hope I spelled that right. I, I pronounced that right. Does a lodial claim need to be need to be notified, formally recognised? No, notified, formally recognised, but outside the New Zealand legal system. And if so, where in New Zealand can that be done? So it doesn't need to be uh, notified. Well, okay. you do notify well, it when you write the letter to say, "Hey, this is mine." Yeah. Well, also you put a public notice. Yeah. Remember. Yeah, the public because notice. When you did New Freeland, yep. right, you put a, a public notice. That's right. Because there's no sort of places around there. And you took a photograph of it and you put it on Facebook. Put it online, yeah. Yep, and put it on, online. So, so it was okay. easily so that accessible was public to notifi the public. Notification. That's right. Now, in fact, what does he say? Do we go someplace and then do what with it? It doesn't need to be formally notified. Yeah. Uh, in other words, formally recognised, but still outside now, of New Zealand's legal system. Okay, and if it's so, not where outside, in New Zealand can that be done? It's not out. It's yeah. There's nowhere in New Zealand you can go. Okay. Yeah. You send your because if if you're a lodial because you're then, not asking for anything, you're no, telling you're not, them this you're is just the way it is. Them, yeah. You're saying I'm not paying any more rates. Yeah. This is a lodial land now. Yeah. And sometimes they come back with at, at you and say no, there's no such thing as a lodial, which is the reason I wrote that particular letter that points out yes. Allodial is recognised in New Zealand. It's actually recognised in the settlement tax. That's right. Okay. Yeah, according to previous episodes, three, six, and nine. Yeah. These, bear in mind, these are the early days before I got really professional, like <laughs> you wouldn't tell from this episode. But anyway, um, Hamish asks, what legislation or lack thereof can we use to stop paying income tax? Ah. And how okay. can we revoke banks' irrevocable power of attorney and mortgage agreements? So we're going to Start go with the text first. Those. Give us the text I'll, one. Do you, I'll tell you what. Yeah, bring the document You're going to we'll, um, take a break, eh? And I'll I'll get the document in front of me because I need to just, go through these keys. Just wander over there and grab it. Is that okay? I can, I can chat to can these I guys. Can I take these ears Yeah, off? you can take those oh, off. You just did. Good. Okay. Okay, Jacinda Ardern, you haven't been tested on these sorts of trust issues that Bill English has been confronted with. But if you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally 
misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Different people now say Jacinda Ardern told them that Donald Trump mistook her for the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It sounds a trifling matter. Did you tell people that Donald Trump mistook you? I told people that, yes, someone had observed that I'd been mistaken. But that's not the story they gave us. They didn't say someone got it wrong and thought accidentally that Jacinda Ardern had been mistaken. <laughs> they said, no, no, they said Jacinda Ardern was mistaken and Jacinda Ardern told us that she was mistaken by Donald Trump. And it's quite complicated. It's, <laughs> not, it's not, it's not, it's actually not. Okay. Did you say to Tom Sainsbury that, just, that, that Donald Trump mistook you for Justin Trudeau's wife? I gave him a short version, which was in behind the scenes at the Music Awards. I know. What was the short version? The shortened version was that, that there was some confusion over who I was, observed by someone else. I believe I told him the full story. You believe you did? I believe Two I did. Two people now say that you told them <laughs> that you were mistaken by Donald Trump. I know this seems like a trifling matter, but what I'm suggesting is that and now that you are a world leader, all of these little things can, can blow up to be big. And if, and if you are giving something that is not the entire truth... It can confuse people. No, I'm sharing, I'm sharing this story here. Did you say that that confusion was someone else's confusion or did you imply that it was Donald Trump's confusion? I said there was confusion over who I was. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Right, now, the first thing was how do the you... The income tax one. The income tax... And there was, right. a, there was legislation, we referred to that in a previous episode as well, that's the uh, Wages Protection Act, and you can uh, dis uh, explain that. Okay. Actually, she talks to you more than me. I don't really need this. No, she tells me off more than you. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, 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 I'm... No, thanks. <laughs> Remember, the audience can't hear her, only we can. So okay. That's why I, I like this, it's done mullet sometimes. <laughs> Waiting for her to finish her long-winded instruction. Shall we dox her? Which is doctor here. <laughs> okay. So, um, now I have produced three instruction sheets, okay, one for the employed, one for business owners and self-employed, and one for pensioners and beneficiaries. Um, I'll read you the employed one. No, I'll, I'll go through them all. Okay. Yeah, so start with the employed one. Yeah, start with the, the employed one. Self-employed, which one? Oh, uh, this one here. This employed. is if you're an employee, okay. yeah? If Most you're an employee. Employee, yeah. okay. So um, this is to the Commissioner of Inland Revenue, Naomi Ferguson, at 55 Featherston Street, Pipitea, Wellington. He and Naomi, as you know, times are very difficult financially these days, so I'm writing to you to point out some legislation that is of great benefit to both workers and business owners. And then I'm referring actually to um, the Wages Protection Act. But um, anyway, you are aware of the fact that tax paying is voluntary in New Zealand. This is because of the Bible verse 1 Timothy 5.18. The principle is then handed down to us via the Ten Commandments based common law. For the scripture saith, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox when he treadeth out the corn, and the labourer, is worthy of his hire. Employ, um, I have 
therefore decided to take advantage of Section 4 and Section 5.2 of the Wages Protection Act 1963, the Act, that shows that shows uh, the employee how to authorise, vary or withdraw authorisation for deduction from our wages. My IRD number is... And you can fill that IRD out. Number, yep. Could you please stop any PAYE, ACC and union fee deductions from this number and leave in place deductions for contributions to KiwiSaver superannuation, if you want. If you want, it's not, it's not mandatory. On a fort- fortnightly basis and make your choice on what to take or leave out, you know. Um, I will be making my own health insurance provision from here on in. So you should be relieved of any employer contributions to uh, ACC. So self-employed, you don't do either, right? The Act allows my employer a two-week time frame to comply, but if you could do so more quickly, that would be appreciated. Now, since I write this, there's a couple of things more I found out. Um, The Act... Uh, the Wages Protection Act used to be um, administered by the Labor Department. It has the Labor Department has now been dissolved, and it is administered by the Employment Relations Tribunal. So they're trying to draw people into arguments about this rather than the the inspector just going and looking at it and saying yes, um, you need to comply with the Act. Go ahead, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, uh, that's the employed. Now, um, just just as an aside, when it comes to um, KiwiSave, I personally would, if I was everyone, opt out of it, get out of it, out, because yeah. all you're doing is handing your money to a professional set of gamblers mm. that are going to ultimately lose because you watch the markets over the next six months, they're all going to crash. Yeah. And you can also say, you know, through COVID hardship, pull your money out. They won't give you it. They won't give you it anyway. So, yeah. No, with Michelle McCarthy they did. Big pun. Michelle McCuff got hers through. She got it? Okay. Through, through oh, the that's good. Yeah. Now, they, they give the money you've put in, okay. but not theirs, of course, because they're, you know, they, I don't know what the hell they do. Yeah. It's basically money. Well, uh, they wouldn't give the thousand and extra yeah. if you joined up. They, they, yeah. they wouldn't give the extra, but, but yeah, yeah. the money was put in themselves yeah. for sure. Oh, they're, they're dogs. But um, anyway, um, so I've experienced with this um, a guy that I told how to do it. He took this to his, um, well, he took, he didn't take this. You have to bleep that name. Hmm? Just saying. Oh, Mike. No, 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 that's okay. We're just right. talking to myself. I've got, I've got voices in my head. <laughs> have you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Literally. So, so the person who um, took the original one, which was the Wages Protection Act, I said originally take it to your boss, yeah. right? So his boss said, oh, I don't know about this. He said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll keep it in a bank, a separate bank account for you. In case it has to be. In case you have to pay. So, of course, then Mike um, sends off to, um, sends off to um, IRD. Not a dicky bird from IRD. And you know why? Because he's he's not, there's no one voluntarily paying money. Yeah, well, for a start, they're not going to reply to Mike, right? Yeah. They're not going to question Mike's employer because, as far as they know, when an employer starts stops making contributions from their employees, that employee is left. Oh, they've moved on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, so in actual fact, people might just like to straight approach their employer 
and say, stop taking deductions, put it into a bank account, and let's see what happens, right? Yeah. And when nothing happens, then we know. Well, it's, it's, like, the, it's like this experimental jab, isn't it? Mm. The government puts the onus on um, employees and public service yes. sectors and all that to yeah. tell people you ain't going to have a job unless you get this. Yeah, it's yeah. a way of co- co- coercion. Yeah. The um, tax department does exactly the same thing. Mm. They make the employer, because mm. it's a company, tell the employee mm. that you are required mm. to get a number if you want to get mm. paid. Yeah. But that's a later point. I think there's another question there, though, about whether you should keep your IRD number or not. Yeah, okay, yeah. So we, we'll go we, to that We're going to get to that for sure. So, so for the business owners and self-employed, uh, they are in the perfect position in actual fact because um, they have control of their money, right? They, yeah. don't, have, they don't have it taken <clears throat> out at source, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> I have a couple of um, people on Waiheke who are doing this. Um, uh, self-employed people, and I've got also um, a company down in the South Island who's trialing it. Right now, as f- they haven't so had, far successful, they haven't had any word back from IRD. Brilliant, right? Um, so this was um, I'm writing to you in regard to these difficult financial times because I've been made aware of the Wages Protection Act. Uh, 1983, this legislation forbids deductions without workers' consent. My business is, my, is of course, my source of income. So I am a worker like any other. Uh, you are aware, of course, that any ta- tax of any form is voluntary. I was not aware of this fact until very recently. The business tax I have already paid was in error, but I will park that issue until further notice when I have time to give attention to it. Where you can always claw it back. So hold that over them, okay? Yeah. Tax paying is voluntary in New Zealand because of, and I talk about the uh, the Bible then because our our common law is based upon the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I say, I have decided due to this information to cease paying business tax as it is the case that only withholding tax may be taken legally in New Zealand by IRD in conjunction with banking contracts that I have signed. I have given my IRD number to my bank as required, and I believe that all tax that has been taken on interest on my account is up to date. Please do not hesitate to contact me if this is not the case. And then my business name is, my IRD number is. Okay? Yeah. So, no pushback from that either. Okay, Jacinda Ardern, you haven't been tested on these sorts of trust issues that Bill English has been confronted with, but if you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Different people now say Jacinda Ardern told them that Donald Trump mistook her for the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It sounds a trifling matter. Did you tell people that Donald Trump mistook you? I told people that, yes, someone had observed that I'd been mistaken. But that's not the story they gave us. They didn't say someone got it wrong and thought accidentally that Jacinda Ardern had been mistaken. <laughs> they said, no, no, they said Jacinda Ardern was mistaken and Jacinda Ardern told us that she was mistaken by Donald Trump. And it's quite complicated. Jack, it's, not, I, it's not, it's not, it's actually not. Okay. Did you say to Tom Sainsbury that, just, that, that Donald Trump mistook you for Justin Trudeau's wife? I gave him a short version, which was in behind the scenes at the Music Awards. I know. What was the short version? The shortened version was that that there was some confusion over who I was. 
observed by someone else. I believe I told him the full story. You believe you did? I believe Two I did. Two people now say that you told them <laughs> that you were mistaken by Donald Trump. I know this seems like a trifling matter, but what I'm suggesting is that and now that you are a world leader, all of these little things can, can blow up to be big. And if, and if you are giving something that is not the entire truth, it can confuse people. No, I'm sharing, I'm sharing this story here. Did you say that that confusion was someone else's confusion or did you imply that it was Donald Trump's confusion? I said there was confusion over who I was. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Right, before we get on to the other part of his question, which was the irrevocable mm. power of attorney uh, from the banks, mm. let's just address that, what you just said there. Mm. Now, a lot of people in the freedom movement, you've got a, a, there's a whole spectrum. Mm. There's a people who, who say... They're on the spectrum, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a living man. I'm not a number. Uh, I don't require IRD number. I don't require this, 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 this. And that is actually true if you start off that way. Mm -hmm. But because you've got an IRD number, that's mm -hmm. how they say you've volunteered mm -hmm. to, to, to become a taxpayer because mm. you applied for it. Mm. So you applied to submit to their rules and regulations. Mm. So how can you inform people about the IRD number basically being just a... Um, administrative. An administrative arm, just like the person. Because mm. I personally... Don't get rid of the person because to me it's it's my conduit to mm. inform them of what they can mm. and can't do. Mm. You or know give what I mean? them instructions. To, to completely, because justice is blind. Now people have always said, oh, justice is blind, but none of them actually know what it means. No. It's blind to all but its own creations. It's self-preservation. Mm. It doesn't step outside that. Yeah. So it can't see you as the living man. It's, it's, it defies their own operational standards or operational um, ability. They can't step outside that realm. So if you want to talk to the courts, you have to have the person that you own in control. Mm. And that's the one that goes in and chats to them, dead to the dead, living to the living. That's how it's always been. And your living uses the dead to, to converse with the dead. Mm. Like but you, a you see, your IRD number. To the little demons. Sorry. You want to give them a little, you want to give them a little wriggle room, yeah. right? Because I believe what saving way out. Yeah. What they'll do is... They'll say, okay, we know that we're supposed to be taking 25% of the interest that's accruing on bank, that money that's sitting in banks, right? Yeah. Now, the huge um, tranches of, of money that come into New Zealand, yeah. nobody should be paying tax. They should be paying us to live here and provide services. Yeah, right? well, we're going to do a banking show. Yeah, yeah. And we're so going to rip so people who are worried about, oh, my gosh, what will happen to the country if I don't pay tax? Yeah. The just, country uh, yeah, is well like said, able we to will, We will that. definitely get yeah, into that we, because I'm sick yeah, of those they, they just too. do it as to keep us on a little string. Yeah, right? because, you know, people say, oh, if you don't pay taxes, how are you going to build roads, hospitals? Well, you pay for the roads and then you've got use of pays anyway now. Mm. And not one cent of your income tax pays for hospitals, schools, roads or beneficiaries. Every single cent of your income tax goes onto the, onto the interest of the loans borrowed in your name that the government converts your bonds into the borrowings for. Which is the bonds on your labour. Exactly. Yeah. Your okay. sweet equity. One more before the, uh, we go. This yeah. is from pensioners and beneficiaries. Yeah. And the super gran sent this one in herself. Super okay. gran, eh? She did. Wow. Okay. I've even got the date, which was now. the 13th of uh, last month. Yeah. Nothing back from them, of course. I say, dear Naomi, as you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. Um, but you didn't put blah, blah, Financially, just, yeah, yeah uh, difficult financially. So I'm writing to you to request that you cease 90% of the taxation of my superannuation slash benefit income. The other 10%, I request you pay to registered charity I Am Hope and Key to Life on my behalf. Now, that registered charity belongs to Mike King. Yep. Right? That's for the Gumboot Friday stuff? I haven't managed to get hold of Mike King. So if Mike King's watching or anybody who knows Mike King is watching, I want to talk to Mike King to make sure that he's getting 10% right. The other 90%, I decided a few days later, should go to my church. Or to me? No. I'm worthy. No, 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 no. I think no, no, why should you? No, you're not getting You're not, not godly okay. to this? So I don't know, I, although I did get, a, I did get a, a sort of a one-off payment of about $38, which I presume was the, was the 90%. Right. Right. Um. So, uh, it's very interesting. It's like breaking news, Liz. and the rest of it is kind of the same as the others. But, but I just decided that I would use the income tax department to do something yeah. for people, right? So, they, they, my, my income hasn't changed because I've given the what, what I would usually pay in tax to two separate term things, yeah. Because, of course, we okay, know let's, that let's, all let's race through the rest because a lot of them are similar, well. okay. Now let's do that. How can we revoke the bank's irrevocable power of attorney okay. in a mortgage agreement? Let's, uh, right. Like I said, all of these will be up on the website. If you don't see it at the time you watch this, because I know when you watch this, you're scary to the website. Um, if you don't see it, it will be up in the next day or two. two. We, Liz promises. Right. Now, the story behind revoking the POA was to do with the Crafer Farms. Um. How much time have we got? Because this is a little lengthy. How long? Oh, okay. I'll read it to you then. It's got about half an hour. It's quite a nice story. But if you can do that quick as a flash, because I, st- I want to answer all these people's questions. Oh, okay. They might be answered in this, actually. Yeah, it's cool there. Okay. If, if, I, if, I, see, if, if I hear anything you've answered, I'll cross it Okay, cool. So when I bought the Crafer Farms for a dollar each, I effectively paid a very small but lawfully effective price for the right of occupation. Yeah. Any price we pay for land is just that. However, as Westpac Bank had given the securities, which is the name for big mortgages, over the farms, they had to deal, they had a deal to sell to uh, Shanghai Pengsheng. Yeah. Westpac were very anxious to on-sell these bits of chattel paper, which are the paper titles. People are getting mixed up between a lodial title and paper title. Yeah, Two exactly. Things, That's, yeah. Right? The way banks use mortgages <clears throat> and via the mortgage gain possession of the land if you don't pay them is, is to put an irrevocable power of attorney, IPA, into your loan documents. Since the advent of the electronic mortgage sometime in the 1980s, there have been no paper mortgages. Our Land Transfer Act. That's when the... Um Mm, yeah, it's, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so you need to deal uh, with the so-called IPA. Westpac's lawyers actually wrote back to the Crafers after they had revoked the IPA, saying something inane like, you cannot revoke an IPA because it's irrevocable. That is what is known as arguing in circles and works well on most lawyers and on all non-lawyers. There are certainly circumstances where an IPA cannot be revoked. 
And these are the three circumstances. If you die, obviously you're not able to revoke. B, if you are declared mentally unfit or insane, that is why lawyers are keen to get irrevocable powers of attorney off old people. Dementia is one of the ways you would be deemed mentally unfit to deal with your property or engage representation in court. Lawyers generally work for the bank, not for you. C, become bankrupt. A bankrupt is legally dead in the system. The official assignee takes over all your stuff, including all land, and leaves you with only the necessities. And of course, they cannot take the wages you earn from there on in. Banks don't want you to be made bankrupt if they have your mortgage because then the state gets to control the land rather than the bank. The official assignee will make any sales rather than the bank itself. Westpac didn't make the the Crafers bankrupt for this reason. So how does this all stop you losing occupation? So people are worrying about losing occupation if the bank then says, you're not paying rates and we'll come in and grab it for that or... You know, you're not paying your mortgage, we'll grab it for that. The answer lies in the actual transfer of the paper title from one purchaser to the other, from, from from the seller to the purchaser, right? The um, paper title, which is a certificate of title with an um, unique ID, which you can get off um, wins. Yep. uh, Not wins, lins, sorry, lins, notes the mortgage that your bank holds. It's called a charge. It's like a booby trap, whereby you can't transfer the title without a discharge of the mortgage. It is put there by your lawyer, in fact. He or she has, the, has power as your attorney to do so. <clears throat> as most of the process is by electronic signatures these days, the lawyer has a special license from Lynn's to do the land transactions online. The one we are interested in is the transfer transaction. Going back to the Crafer example example again, after they had removed the power of their attorney from Westpac, the bank should not have done any electronic transfers of the farms to Peng Shing. Okay, Jacinda Ardern, you haven't been tested on these sorts of trust issues that Bill English has been confronted with, but if you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Different people now say Jacinda Ardern told them that Donald Trump mistook her for the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It sounds a trifling matter. Did you tell people that Donald Trump mistook you? I told people that, yes, someone had observed that I'd been mistaken. But that's not the story they gave us. They didn't say someone got it wrong and thought accidentally that Jacinda Ardern had been mistaken. (laughs) They said, no, no, they said Jacinda Ardern was mistaken and Jacinda Ardern told us that she was mistaken by Donald Trump. And it's quite complicated. It's not, it's not, it's actually not. Okay. Did you say to Tom Sainsbury that that, that Donald Trump mistook you for Justin Trudeau's wife? I gave him a short version, which was in behind the scenes at the Music Awards. I know. What was the short version? The shortened version was that, that there was some confusion over who I was, observed by someone else. I believe I told him the full story. You believe you did? I believe Two I did. Two people now say that you told them <laughs> that you were mistaken by Donald Trump. I know this seems like a trifling matter, but what I'm suggesting is that and now that you are a world leader, all of these little things can, can blow up to be big. And if, and if you are giving something that is not the entire truth... 
it can confuse people. No, I'm sharing I'm sharing this story here. Did you say that that confusion was someone else's confusion or did you imply that it was Donald Trump's confusion? I said there was confusion over who I was. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Because a lawyer doing a transaction must certify that they have the authority of the transferor, that is, the Cray for directors, to do so, right? I don't believe the farm's titles have ever transferred over because when I wrote to the Attorney-General of Land at the time, he acknowledged my letter by saying that he had placed his own caveat on the properties and that they had been, and they have been managed ever since by Land Corp. I was unable to appeal my own caveat cases because I was made bankrupt by various banks along the way as judges imposed damages on me. So, now, what is the method by which you remove an IPA from loan documents? So you find the clause in the loan document and refer to it in the letter to the bank. Yeah. So there'll be a clause that says an irrevocable power of attorney. You have to have magnifying glass half the time with those. Oh, you'll find it. <clears throat> you'll find it. It's important. Yeah. Uh, then you write a letter to your bank and point out to them that you are not dead, insane or bankrupt. Then you remove the IPA with words to the effect that you and your fellow mortgagors, if there was more than one, who signed the loan documents are none of the above. Keep a copy and send the original <coughs> by tracked courier post and get it signed for at this destination. Yeah. You will need to use a physical address for this, no post office boxes. If you have a property in a trust, the trustees must be the ones who sign in their own names. There are no trusts recorded on titles. If a company owns the property, the company directors must sign. It is always helpful to do this in front of, well, it's actually necessary to do it in front of a JP. You don't need any of this um, other stuff. Uh, what do they call them? Notaries. Um, who will certify for you um, as to who you are. Take your driver's license or other form of recognised ID with you when you go to see the JP. Because you're instructing them in their world, so you use their stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, it's not that, well, no, actually a JP is a justice of the peace. He's in our world. Yeah, what I'm saying is you're using a license, which is under their system. Yeah. Remember, a lot of people oh, say they don't want licenses either. Yeah, well, wait, wait, there's some more at yeah. the end of this too. Just to get to. For your own sake, keep it simple. I advise against all reference to living beings, affidavits of truth, and the use of sea passes. You don't want to be seen as being in category two of the above and not able to remove the IPA. Yeah. Right. So. Choose your battles carefully. Okay. Now, I actually did the documentation. Uh, You're like Kelly McInerney, you are. Eh? Hey, prepared. I am prepared today. Deed of revocation of a power of attorney. Okay. Important document. But I wrote that so people know where the hell they're going with these forms, right? Yeah. We got it's that one up on page. screen as well. Yeah. You got it. Okay. The name of the mortgagee, either personal or company or trustees, i.e. the parties. So, you know, if I ha I held the mortgage in my own name, that's my name goes there, right? If it's a company, then a com the company's name um, and <coughs> the, the company director's name, sorry, yeah. and then as director of such and such a company and then trustees as trustees of such and such a trust. Okay, yeah. so you can put whatever you need up the top. And this deed of revocation of power of attorney is made on, and then you write the full date, including uh, the year of our Lord, 2021, by the following parties, 
Then you put your full name and address in there, as many And the address you put care of, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Both, um, both, or, both or all parties or this party or this person having full legal capacity to do the following. Now, by legal capacity, I'm talking about <clears throat> you're not bankrupt or you're not under the, uh, the Mental Health Act. Yeah. Okay? And you're certainly not dead. And you're over 21. And you're certainly not dead. Because you're going to have it witnessed by a JP. So they know you're alive. Okay? We name, we, name of party or parties, do hereby counsel and revoke from this day, full date, all express and implied powers of attorney and authorizations granted under mortgage number. Now, that's the other thing. You might have to get your paper title and find out what the mortgage number is on the paper title because that's where it will be recorded, the yeah. mortgage number. Which mortgage was registered and dated, written full date, and executed in favour of the name of the bank or the lending company or any other lender? Often mortgages have been resold a number of times. That's so, right, they do. Yeah, so it doesn't uh, matter. Just the one that vehicles. you've got that's stamped on your certificate yep. of title, okay? Named or unnamed under any other mortgage deed or security. For the avoidance of doubt. This deed revokes the power of attorney of the name of bank or lending company limited, its employees, agents and attorneys to certify any instruments as required by Section 211 of the Land Transfer Act 2017 on behalf, on behalf of us personally or on behalf of the directors of the named company or the trustees of the named trust. You know, so you fill that into your own thing. This revocation... Um, Revocation is made uh, in our personal capacities or in the capacities of the name trust uh, or the directors of the name company, and then they sign, right, and then they do it in the presence of the JP, okay? Don't sign it and then go off to the JP. You need to be with the JP yeah. because <laughs> that means that you're alive, right? <coughs> okay, now, then you, you take that deed, right, and you, and you produce a cover letter. Now, I've even done the cover letter. The cover letter is to the bank's the leading uh, lending department manager yep. and to the lawyers. Okay, CC it to the lawyers for them. Um, and then you CC also, and you, or you could make a um, – I've actually done a cover letter for the revocation deed to the Register General of Land, okay? so <clears throat> All of these will be up on the website. All of these will be up on the Now um, – so then you have the name of um, that, and then you say, on or about the date uh, the bank or lender was granted a power of attorney by clause, whichever clause it yeah, is in your lending you document. So yeah. what, we'll, what we'll do is, because we've got it up there for them to yep. quickly look at as well, and they okay. will be up on the website, we'll just describe what each one is, yep. and that it will be available to and them shortly. We, and you enclose a copy of the said deed, which is this, this piece of paper here that's all done properly. Brilliant. Okay. And then... The, and then... And then then you write to um, Robbie Muir, who's the Registrar General of Land, and there's his address, etc. I'm writing you t to you today to inform you that I've removed the power of attorney I granted on in the name of the lender and the date, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, that's now, up there as well. In the 20, I was going over the old documents I'd used for the Crafers. Yeah. Right, not for the Crafers, for another person, right? Yeah. And um, I thought, I wonder if it's still the same act. Well, it wasn't. It had been revoked. So I found the new act, and they've actually got in the new act that 
at clause one two two, I think. One two two. What is it? What have I said under clause under section? Under section one uh, two one one. Okay. Um. They wrote. They do. They actually um, get their power of attorney. Um, the power of attorney is granted by the grantor, which is, you know, yourself. Yeah. Okay. And then when you remove that power of attorney, I think it's under Section 213 of the, that same 2017 Act, it actually says that you may inform uh, the, um, uh, the Registrar-General of Land that yeah, you're, you're removing. Got, we're going to boost it because I've got more questions and I okay, don't want to leave right. any unanswered. Okay, so that's how you do it. That's all right. of the form. So documents... So basically, the long and short of that is, yeah, you can do all that, and documents will be available shortly. Yeah. Yep. Could have saved us half an hour, Liz. Well, I, I, I quite, no, I quite this would like be a two-day. This would be a two-day seminar in the law. Yeah, school. it would be. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's like, it's like um, you're like a sedative sometimes. Yeah, it's quite relaxing. Now, okay. Mark, Mark asks if we submit an affidavit of truth to be. Re- <laughs> I know you're not a fan of these. To be right. recognised as, uh, but there's there is actually uh, an interest to it. Go on. Um, to be recognised as a living sentient being, which mm-hmm. we all are. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would it affect our involvement in companies or trusts, such as shareholders, directors, beneficiaries? Okay. So there's a good when, point. When you sign up to be a trustee, when you sign up to be a director of a company, I happen to know that you sign it in front of somebody else, right? So. I mean, it's a redundancy. It's an absolute redundancy, all of this. Right? You're a living being. Right, okay. Here's where the, problem, smackdown here's where the problem starts, right? Yep. At your birth certificate, as everybody's been talking about. Everyone and knows. I bow to the birth certificate people and say, you were correct. Yep. However, what they've been trying to do then is say, we became a vessel. We became, you know, they're using our name. They're putting it on the stock market. They, they become they're nothing because they're, they're still over here. They're doing all of that. They yeah. are doing all of that. Yeah. But that's because to we were registered. That's right. No, the registered. Now, there's two processes in the Births, Deaths and Marriages Act, right? One is notification. Now, the Americans call it a record of live birth. You're giving the fingers, eh? Right, a record of live birth, okay? Yeah. In New Zealand, if you ask them, for a record of live birth, they say we destroy the medical records after all this time. Yeah. Okay, you might get it for, you know, a child. You might get it for a child. That record of live birth, okay, is done by the doctor or the, it's usually the doctor's I have mine. Yeah, you've got yours. Yeah. I don't know how you got it. I have them. Anyway, so all good. It doesn't really matter because that's not the registration process, right? That's right. All they're doing is telling the register the registrar, that a live birth has occurred. And they also, they notify stillbirths as well, okay? So they've, they're working out who's born dead and who's born alive. They don't register um, um, abortions or um, spontaneous miscarriages, okay? But they do those other two. So <clears throat> the second one, which is has to be done by the father usually, okay? Or the other uh, parent if if... You know, there's woman's on her own or blah, blah, blah. But it's the father's responsibility to do the registration, right? 
And nobody but the, it actually says in the act, nobody else is allowed to do it. It's against the law for other people to take over the father's role to do that, right? So that's all right. Then that gets registered, and it's usually within a couple of weeks. Now, what I believe is happening, and, and it came to me after I did all of this about revocation of powers of attorney, what your parent does at that stage, your father does, is they give a power of attorney to the state. Yeah. <clears throat> because if you look at the modern way, okay, they, they register and they get an IRD number at the same time. And that hooks you into that, that, that thing straight away into the state. Okay, now that's fine. But you've got to make sure from now on, new parents have got to make sure now on, they say, I'm registering that this child is, you know, um, I, I'm, I want, I'm, I'll have an IRD number for them, thank you, because that's how you get your working for families credits, etc. Okay, because this is what this question is about, I think. They get all of that, but there is no, they can't float, they can't float your labour then on the, and they can't count you as one of the bond, the people in the bond, right? Yeah. Okay? So you can have your cake and eat it. But in terms of what, what people who are, who are now over um, 16 years of age can do is they can revoke the power of attorney that their parents gave to the state. Which is good. Which is what I've done. Yep. And I have not sent it yet. Um, because I've been too busy. See, that, that's, awesome, that's awesome information, actually. And it's, it's people, I think, but would, it is awesome would, would information, really like to know actually. that. But now back to the question that you didn't really answer. I um, did. What he's basically saying is, as a living person, what can he still be involved in of as being course. a shareholder, director? And just a, of course. You can, exactly. Yeah. So that's yes. Who, okay. Yes. Now, Why remember, I'm hearing these yes. questions for the first time because we only just got them in today. On our way... To the studio. We have no, we don't have any prep, do we? We didn't have any prep for this. This is just, that's yeah, how, so awesome we are. Just off the cufflers. Yeah, I know. So it was meant to, that was meant to be you to you say. Get, that's you get two awesome day you are, seminars. Right now, your coattails yeah. right now. Okay. Aldi <clears throat> yeah. Mac, that's a cool name, it. Uh, asked, how does giving back your IRD number affect superannuation child support working for families tax credits? Now, this is. Some people have been trying to hand back or right, right, um, right, right, right. what do they call it? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I say don't. You know I, mean? I just say don't. I'll get the word in a minute. There's no need for it. Yeah. Because what you do, it, you're not, you're not. Surrender. That's the word. Surrender. Yeah, exactly. Now they use those sorts of words. Surrender. No, I'll never submit and I'll never surrender. That's what okay? I mean. Surrendering their IRD number back. <laughs> Or you know, just yeah. giving it back. No, you to don't it. need to. You can yeah. take. You can take, take control of it, can't you? Of that. Huh? You can take control of it. You can this take is control all about, of it. Yeah. So everything we're doing is taking control of the artificial creation because it was set up for us as mm. a, like a trust situation. So, yeah. so it's now we have to prove, like mm. like anything else, we are old enough and have the mental capacity to mm. control our own affairs. Mm. And you do that by taking control of the legal person they created and you make it dance your tune mm. as opposed to the other way around. Yeah. See, because, that is the yeah. secret to it all. They never thought that people would be smart enough. That's right. Well, let's face it, well, most, most of them are not. <laughs> no. But they are now because they've got the instructions. That's right. It's like, you know, it's like you don't have to know well, how a phone now. works. 
You don't have to know how a phone works. Two to go, you ready? Do you? Actually, you got three. The last one we'll leave because it's a Kiwi Oz one. Okay. Okay. Oh, I've got another. Shana, you got two more. Shana Curry asks, my parents applied for subdivision of their 14-acre rural block to give to me an acre. Cool. Uh, Council declined the subdivision as they capped it and said no more allowed. Obviously, Mm. it's a regional trap. Mm. Uh, How do we get around this? Um, I could allow just my acre. Because, you know, cause, and in families, especially in situations like this, you've got some family members who are just not on the same page. Mm. A lot of them are, uh, have brought up the old generation. Mm. You, you do what authority tells you. Mm. They are the, you know, yep. they are the end all and be all. It's a younger generation saying, so hang on a minute, mm-hmm. just wind that back, mm. you know no, what I mean? She and could alodilize it. He? Yeah. She? She. Shana. Alodilize it and start building. Straight and, on her acre. Yeah, and but yep. she'll do the same process, yeah. Yeah, same so, process as we did, basically. Try and get it, um, somebody to survey it for her. Yeah, sur- survey it as to where it is, get the drawings all done. Um, you can say it's part of a, another block, or it'll be its own separate block, of course. And then on that acre, you have complete and utter jurisdiction, no uh, legislative authority outside of yourself is, a, is, is applicable on that land. Mm. And her parents can run to her when they get threatened with a jab. Yeah. Well, that answer was actually shorter than the question, which was good. Um, we got one more before we get into the final one, and we can uh, let everyone go and go out. Just remember, people, we, I personally take, will take responsibility for anyone doing this. Now, as you know, on this show, I've called out the Minister of Land Information. What else have we done? We've called out the conservation people. We've called out the government. Please. Hell, I've done everything I can to try and get into court. Be arrested or something, Liz. It's just not happening. Why? Because we're right and they're wrong. Think about that. How many people are getting dragged into court for doing things because, anyway. Mm. Okay, Julie asks, under a lodial, some farmers are concerned they will lose markets. Also, if I want to sell whilst under a lodial, can I transfer back to fee simple? I I don't think they're actually understanding a (laughs) lodial. No. You realise no. if you have an allodial claim and you've got it's you've just allodialised your land, it's now yours. You decide what happens on it. Why would you then want to go back into a system well. you just escaped from? To what you're looking for permission to sell the land? You're, it's only ever a title you sell, so you and the buyer can easily set up a title because mm. all titles were created for was to make sure anyway. someone else, yeah, wouldn't come back and say no, you didn't pay me for it. That's why we created these things. Okay, Jacinda Ardern, you haven't been tested on these sorts of trust issues that Bill English has been confronted with, but if you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Different people now say Jacinda Ardern told them that Donald Trump mistook her for the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It sounds a trifling matter. Did you tell people that Donald Trump mistook you? I told people that, yes, someone had observed that I'd been mistaken. But that's not the story they gave us. They didn't say someone got it wrong and thought accidentally that Jacinda Ardern had been mistaken. (laughs) They said, no, no, they said Jacinda Ardern was mistaken and Jacinda Ardern told us that she was mistaken by Donald Trump. It's quite complicated. But it's not, it's not, it's actually not. Okay. Did you say to Tom Sainsbury that that, that Donald Trump mistook you for Justin Trudeau's wife? I gave him a short version, which was in behind the scenes at the Music Awards. I know. What was the short version? The shortened version was that that there was some confusion over who I was. 
observed by someone else. I believe I told him the full story. You believe you did? I believe Two I did. Two people now say that you told them <laughs> that you were mistaken by Donald Trump. I know this seems like a trifling matter, but what I'm suggesting is that and now that you are a world leader, all of these little things can, can blow up to be big. And if, and if you are giving something that is not the entire truth... It can confuse people. No, I'm sharing. I'm sharing this story here. Did you say that that confusion was someone else's confusion, or did you imply that it was Donald Trump's confusion? I said there was confusion over who I was. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. In other words, it's like this. I'm going to sell you this, right? So I'm going to um, do you do a receipt. I, I give you a receipt stating you just gave me money for this item. And therefore, it is yours. I can't then say, no, that's mine, give it back. That's how the whole thing works. It's the whole system works. It's just a title of transfer. That's it. So once you're a loadier, you can create your own title. It's just a receipt mm. between willing buyer, but, willing, willing seller. But in, term of the market, in terms of the market, like people aren't going to be very happy if there's a... If there's a paper title sitting at Lynn's with the seller's name still on it, right? Yeah. They want to have a transfer. Now, the transfers usually get done by the um, the lawyers. But if you've taken your and power of attorney off, off lawyers, right, <clears throat> then you can do your transfer paper titles. You can, you can do them manually. Those have to stay in Lynn's. Lynn's has still got, you can do every... Transaction on land manually, okay. Yeah. So, so, but it's very convenient, and because people don't understand how to do it really well, yep. they get a lawyer to do it. Yep. A lot of conveyances will do it for you. You don't need a lawyer. Uh, conveyances are really good at it. Okay. Yep. Um, and you don't have to give a conveyancer a power of attorney. Well, you would have to give them for the, but you so, could limit that power of attorney. To just doing the conveyance, yeah, right? I don't, so I don't, they haven't, they're not like a bank, because it's the bank's lawyers that you've got problems Yeah, I don't quite with. understand yeah. the question, because it says, well, some, some farmers are concerned they will lose markets. Now, is no. that markets for their produce, or is no, that no, markets they're called, for the, they're talking the housing about the market, market the for the title? Real estate market, he's okay. Well, I understand it, as he's saying, she? will my land be, can, can I sell, still sell it? Yes, you can, yeah. is the answer. Yeah. And you will just use the ordinary paper title that's on there. but. Um, if you've got a mortgage on it, right, you can, you can ignore that as long as you take the power of attorney off the bank's um, attorneys. Two right? more questions, but they're, but they're quick. Yep. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Craig asks, is outstanding tax covered? That's obviously with the um, uh, tax thing you talked about before. Right. And Ky, uh, Kyler Jane will we'll group that in. Mm. How does one get taxes stopped if on a benefit, which we've just discussed that before, mm. you've got that paper that will be up on the website shortly mm. and they'll be able to download and, and do that. And remortgages, can a mortgage be of any age to dissolve it? A mortgage is supposed to be discharged after it's all paid off. Yeah. Okay, after you've paid the no, Well, yeah, you've paid the loan off, of then, the, then the bank is supposed it. to. But they, they sometimes don't even bother. They just sometimes leave them hanging around. I've seen that happen. Yeah, too. hopefully we've answered all the questions you people had for us. And uh, if you've got any more, send them through. We'll endeavour to have them done. Now, the last question that I, I was wait, I was saving to go out on 
will be. <laughs> I always do this, don't I? Confuse myself. Okay. Um, I think I remember it anyway. Oh, here we go. Kiwi Oz is one. Would Liz consider taking Jacinda Ardern, that's J-A, to court for crimes against humanity? I would very gladly become a prosecutor. Yeah. Now, it's interesting because um, the, fact, courts, the, the courts as they as stand well. are um, corrupt, oh, the believe, corrupt, is, corrupt is and, and we're not going to use that sort of court. Now, in a military court, even though I don't have a registration anymore because I don't pay a registration you don't fee, pay them to be part I'm of the, still a member the of the bar. organisation called the bar. Okay. And um, I, could go, I could become a prosecutor for the, for the military. I believe, if they wanted me to. I'd have to be invited. Yeah, you got to... They'll gotta be clean, running the you show. You've got to clean out the military and police force of all the white bricks, though. Mm. Let's face it. We're, yeah, we're, you know, if... I, I could real, work for a community group. Anymore. There's another thing within the Lawyers and Conveyances Act, actually, that says if you're working for a community group, they can give... They can give you um, permission to go into court for you on behalf of your client. Yeah, and the problem with people's courts and stuff like that is there's no, unless you have the well, ability to enforce yeah. the ruling, yeah. you're, you're basically pissing yeah, in the wind, yeah. aren't you? Well, that's right. Well, we're going to, you know, we're in completely uncharted territory. Yeah. I'm just giving a theory about, yeah, but the answer is yes, of course I would. Yep. Just between us, Liz. Mm. <clears throat> you know, but that, it's, between me, you and. And the the millions of, the of viewers throughout the world. <laughs> um, do you um, do you think it's time to dust off the muskets, build the gallows, get the guillotines all lined up? Yep, I do. I yeah, do. So you that. come from a generation where you guys didn't put up with crap, eh? You'd go down mm. there, you'd haul them out, you'd hang them off the nearest lamppost. Yeah, yeah. Posts. It was you know the, ci the civil war, and yeah, that's about my era. <laughs> that's when Adam. <laughs> Landed with us. No, come on. <laughs> okay, because you've been um, involved in a bit of protest lately, you're getting a bit wayward mm. out there, causing a whole lot of concern. <clears throat> so again, producer, you always talk when I'm talking. And he, But I said that before. What, what she's saying is any questions we've missed, we would do it at, in the next show. Now, did I not say that? We will endeavour to get it answered for you. Did I not say that? I did say that, eh? She's not paying attention. And yet she has the nerve I'm, to get I'm, in my ear, make me sound like a schizophrenic, voices in my head, and uh, I've got to apparently stay on track. And she can't even keep up. They get very hot over your ears. Because there's three of them in there at the moment. I oh, know. They're just probably chatting, having a good time. We're right doing all the work. <laughs> Sweating like a... Oh, well. So. So I, I kind of, I mean... Talk about rush, but it. It's you do right. well. I tell you what, your your actually your brain actually functions a lot better than most of the young young people out there. <laughs> we've had it. We've had a new tech set up in the studio because now we, our control room is actually in another room instead of everything being around us here. So it's only so, me and you, Liz, here. So do you find <laughs> you're less scared now? <laughs> it's only me and you here, Liz. Oh yeah. Um. So we can. But I reckon I reckon those sorts, voices in your head still keep you in line. Yeah, she was trying to keep me alive. This never works. So, um, so, so what we'll do? Uh, we've yep. had a few little techo hiccups here, mainly the host. Um, but we'll sort we'll sort that guy out. Okay. So what what I want you to do now uh, is take us out on our favourite song, the uh, anti CCP song. So if you just I'm to sing it. Look into that camera. Oh, okay. No, you're not singing. 
Christ. Do you want to do you want to sing it? I do we'll, sing we'll, it. Oh, when it we'll comes it on up. my phone, I sing. And you can just no, 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 no. I will. I'll leave it to the. You're not going to do like a classical tone or anything like that. No, like back in your day, like Mo- Mozart. Come on, you sing it then. Oh, I can't do. It. I can't sing. I sing like someone's <laughs> run over a cat with a bus. No, we'll let the professional. My daughter though can sing really well. And now we're going to have to take us out that fabulous anthem of freedom. Yes, and happy birthday, Jesse. Happy birthday to you. Oh yeah, happy birthday. Hey!